Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Thumps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Piggy in the Middle Bellicom, <laughs> Sam, Little Miss Piggy Burns, <laughs> and Ellie Bacon Sandwich Sparrow. Oh no. <laughs> My pig is the only dead one. <laughs> oh, oh. Now I'm picturing Sam It's the little piggy, piggy which went to market. Hi-ya! Yes, you'd make a lovely Miss Piggy. You would make an excellent Miss Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that, um, to be honest. Well, Miss Piggy, I mean, were the. I think I'm pretty sure the person is still. I think I'm pretty sure Frank Oz is still alive. Yeah, Frank Oz is, is still Miss alive. Is Miss Piggy uh, also voice? Uh, does Miss Piggy also voice Kermit, or is that different? No, Kermit no, was classically um, um, what's his face? Jim Hansen. Yes, not Jim, not not John Carpenter. Which I swear, my mind went Miss to. Piggy does voice somebody really weird though, as well as Miss Fozzie. Yoda. Fozzie. Yeah, Yoda. Yeah. That's I mean, the yeah, one that I'm Yoda. thinking of. Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Hat. Which makes a lot of sense because it is the same fucking tone if you listen to it. Yes. <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that, but no, it is basically I love it. the same voice. <laughs> I love everything about the Muppets. That's amazing. Don't have nightmares, stowaways. <laughs> have all the nightmares. Well, why is Elders speaking? <laughs> it has come that time for our minds to be cast forward to the future. To somebody not wise and old speaking. <laughs> of future Jason we ask from the present what messages <laughs> from the present these messages come future Jason it is future Jason has been watching a lot of the dark crystal <laughs> listen up for a spot from our friends over at the dice girls during the break this episode we've been nominated for an audioverse award in the improvised production category Thank you to everyone who nominated us. That's amazing. Nominations remain open until the end of September. So if anyone would like to, you can still nominate individual cast members in other categories, such as vocal composition in a production, player direction of a production, or player in an improvised production. It only takes three nominations to be added to the list of nominees, and you can nominate at audioverseawards.net slash nominate. Link in the description. We'll let you know when voting opens, which should be in October. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. I'm not... I, I, I'm going to be very blunt here. I entirely forgot how to do the proper Yoda switch around. I used to know it. <laughs> There's Aww. something to do with, with messing with the subject-verb-object rules. Oh, no. Assume you're literally translating German. <laughs> that doesn't help if you don't speak German. Okay. That's a fun way of thinking of it. Yeah. I don't speak any German, so it makes no sense to me. <laughs> well, to the shops I am going. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, so, let's. Uh, I think we're all ready for a nice, relaxing shopping episode. We've had shopping episodes before. He's been doing a lot of prep in the, in the recent week, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's printing off pages of shit. Terrifying. We do need to go shopping at some point, though, because I need more magic chalk. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's I need more whiskey. I mean, we've drunk it all soon. <laughs> and <laughs> no, <laughs> relevant to that, I should really make sure I've select. Uh, uh, I select. Uh, I've looked up um, David Bowie's various coats. <laughs> no, I'll do it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. 
Alright, so on the subject of David Bowie's coats. Bowie's yeah. coats. <laughs> Relevant in this We'll podcast. go with that. <laughs> yeah, it'll do. Not David Bowie quotes. David Bowie coats. <laughs> um, it's time for Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party has travelled to Vendillon at last, and meeting with the three different factions that make up the royalist side of the Civil War, they've managed to agree upon a treaty which should reunify the country. However, upon emerging from the palace, they were met by none other than Celestia's sister, Quilena, Lady Quilena Rothenall. Engaged in a furious fight in which Celestia was very nearly kidnapped uh, through the machinations of Scamp and Corzin, they were able to rescue Celestia and hid for a time in the cellar of the Merry Widow, waiting for the return of Geoffrey, who they had not forgotten about. Uh, they, after getting rid of the, uh, of the aforementioned Merry Widow for a minute, they then proceeded to uh, teleport all the way to Kion, after which they had some quiet moments to go over what they had gone through. Nevertheless, after a tearful conversation between Celestia and Leah, they prepared to make their way north on a four-day journey to the, back to the city of Alessandre. Leah promising to come with them as far as Alessant before then returning to Dulay to join up with her ship. Probably for the best, because she does have to actually pick up a coat from Fighty at some point. As does Celestia and Corsin. Hmm. So, it is... Bodies... <coughs> Ooh, sneezes. It that was is. fascinating the noise you just made. Yeah. Sorry, wow. no, normally my sneezes are much more terrifying, and I was just trying to mute, mute it a little it's bit. Like, it's like, the, like, like a half French word turned into a sneeze. It was fascinating. Well, normally <laughs> when I sneeze, you like, yeah, listeners, normally when I sneeze, uh, it The house shakes. The house shakes a little yeah. bit. Books uh, fall off the shelves. I have a terrifyingly resonant sneeze, but I'm, I'm trying to keep it down. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, that's just sneeze mic technique. <laughs> yeah, on a sub, on a way, a subject aside from sneezes, however, uh, you set out on the seventeenth 
of first shoots. Assuming all goes well, you should arrive on the 21st. It will, uh, you are travelling by uh, magically summoned horse-like entities. Any particular preferences on your horses, uh, on your two horses for this uh, trip, Scamp? Shiny one. How shiny do you want them? Like, um, polished metal. Oh, so. Pretty damn shiny. Any preference on colour or should we go with silver and gold? Blue. Okay. A pair of shimmering silvery blue horses are conjured up from the chalk dust and stand eye-searingly reflecting the, uh, the late morning sun. I pull my sunglasses down. <laughs> well, good fucking morning, I guess. They're very pretty. I oh. wanted pretty horses. Last time you made me make sad horses. Those are kind of eye-searing. Well, if um, if we run into anyone, we can be assured that uh, they'll be blinded and won't be able to uh, identify us. I suppose Say I'm thinking ahead. It's one way of resolving the problem. I mean, if... If Quilena starts hiring people to look for me, we might have to uh, calm down the horses, but for now, fuck it, they're very nice. I don't want any more sad horses. Yeah, quite right. Understandable. And we did promise you interesting ones, so these will do just fine, I'm sure. Hmm. Yay! <laughs> All right. Are there any other preparations you wish to do in Kion? Or are you ready um, to set I'd like on? to send to Leah's ship. Okay. So that that's done. I do, I don't think we you don't need to, need to go through the full thing. Uh, do you, you send, I'm assuming you essentially inform Briggs, Briggs that uh, Leah will be meeting them in delay in five days? Um, yeah. Can I buy some bombs? You can, actually, yes. Uh, since you are, functionally speaking, a bit of a celebrity around here, uh, Philippe's <laughs> quarter mistress is all too willing to sell you some bombs at uh, basically cost. They are the princely sum of five silver pieces each, and right. she can spare you up to... Thirteen. Okay. Um. Not going to be greedy. I'll take six for now. Okay. You pay so three, that's 30 three gold, gold pieces. Uh, three gold pieces. Oh, three gold pieces. It's Sorry. thirty silver pieces. So that's, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. I misspoke. Um. So she happily takes the cost of replacing them and uh, provides you with six new bombs. Excellent. Gunpowder weaponry is cheap. Mm. Yeah. It's terrifyingly cheap compared to magic. <laughs> um, anyway. But hey, you guys are working with an adventurer economy at this point. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you've no other preparations to make that you can within Kion, you begin setting out on your way. Uh, do any of you wish to do anything on the four days of travel? Yes. 
um, okay. on the first night, um, just before we're starting to discuss who's going to take watches and all that stuff. Um, I'd like to quietly, already a little bit drunk, um, but not much. I've just had a couple, so I'd like to cause in. Cause in. Yes. I believe I owe you a dream. Ah, right, yes. If you'd still like one. Absolutely. Um, do you think, though, we should um, we should send ahead to Molly to like, pre-warn her that this is happening? You know what? It might be terrifying if we don't mind. Yeah. It. I'm going to do that. I gather, <laughs> here. Yeah. gather my spirits together. I mean, it's a pretty terrifying concept to get your head around even when you are prepared, but hopefully this isn't going to... Molly! Gonna, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Causing will be in your dream. <laughs> it's a magic thing I do now. Be good. Watch out for the finger woods. Love you, bye. There's a short pause <laughs> before the return. You can put my husband in my dreams? Great. What the fuck are finger woods? <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Can you only put him in nightmares? Oh, oh no. Not planning on nightmares. But dream is... Very, very, very big. Should be nice. Hopefully. Have fun. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that doesn't limit the max. some more whiskey. <laughs> A few moments later, the pride spirit and the rest of the spirits return. And somehow managed to convey a stony silence. <laughs> <laughs> Should you maybe have checked when she was going to bed? Probably. That would have been. What sensible. if she's working all night? Um, when is the latest? I feel like she would have said, wouldn't she? Uh, Cause, and you know that Molly has come back at two in the morning before. From a shift. All right. Um... So maybe if if you take the first watch. Because then you'll be awake. Yeah. And then when you go to sleep, I'll do a bit of... I'd make, like, magic-y finger motions. Fair. I, I think that's probably for the best. Great. Okay. I... There's so much I want to tell her, but I am not even sure where to begin. Um... Yeah, I get that. Gonna be a difficult one, but um, no, just... I think I think she'll be glad to see you. I have no doubt. I'll, I'll be so glad to see her. You deserve it. Causing sort of visibly um, sags a little bit and looks rather sheepish. No, what? Why? Why are you looking like that? What's the face for? 
This is more than I'd ever dared hope. Still being so cute, I'm going to throw up. I'll try and contain myself. And he's uh, straightens up a little bit again, um, adjusts his tricorn a little bit. It's completely an act. You don't even need to roll insight. <laughs> I playfully nudge him on the shoulder. He um, grins in spite of himself. No. Have fun. Thank you. Well, if you're taking the first watch, I'm going to try and sleep. I drink a lot more. (laughs) And um, these few days that we're travelling, like, there's never silence around the campfire. I'm always tinkering away on one instrument or another or drinking or doing something. That's fair. (laughs) Like, just filling silences. Okay. You set up your watch and uh, Corzin, Yep. After your, to say good time, I'm going to say your your first watch near. You're, you're still quite near Kion. You don't really notice anything, and eventually, when the t- uh, at the end of your watch, you go to wake up Celestia. Hello, is it time already? Yeah, it would seem so. Okay, hang on. Ah. Get up. All right. Get comfortable. You need to go to sleep. All right. Um. He. Lies down flat on a bedroll. Um, never done this to somebody else. Just sort of did it by accident last time. Uh, I get a pinch of sand from the floor. Sort of throw it between my hands, and then um, get like a little dot of gnomish brandy, and hold them out to the rainbow spirit. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'm going to send Corzin in this time, okay? The rainbow spirit sort of wafts around the dust of the sand and sort of picks it up and then wafts just straight into Corzin. <laughs> Corzin, there's a moment where you get sand in your eyes. Oh, uh, and then you feel really, really... Corzin <clears throat> goes out cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asleep. Want to think of Molly? As I did when he's already asleep. <laughs> oh, Molly. <laughs> Cousin, you sleep. You open. You can feel. You feel tired. Really tired. And it's like your limbs are heavy, like they'll barely move. No, you, you can't move them. There's, you have to, you try and, it's like moving through molasses. No, it it is like moving through molasses. You flick your eyes open, and you can and you can't see anything, but you can feel some sort of thick, 
opaque liquid all around you. It's like, uh, and as, as you open your mouth, it starts to try and force its way down your throat. What do you do? Um, do? Do I even know which way is up? Uh, you can, yeah, your, your, your proprioception is still working, so you, you, you can tell where up is. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, swim for where I think up is and break the surface, and I'm going to uh, try my very best to exhale anything that's trying to go into my mouth. Yeah, give me an athletics check. Okay. That is a... Oh, jeez. That's a 24. Yeah, you... <laughs> you force your way up through, and this stuff is like molasses. It's, it's absolute bastard to dig your way through. But you manage to finally break the surface and you sort of cough and sputter and there is now that there is light you can see you're in something which is a deep crimson it's it, you're in a pool of what it looks like like blood but it's the thick but it's more the consistency of very thick treacle and as you look around, you are in some sort of dark wood where the soil is black and there are trees made of stone all around you. You drag yourself to the edge and pull yourself out. Your, your clothes are kind of just soaked with blood now, or at least yeah. blood-like substance. Now that I'm out, I'm going to um, back away from it and I'm going to examine this um, this substance I was subsumed in. Okay, you kneel down. You, uh, how, uh, just visual examination? Um, if the visual examination um, doesn't uh, really tell me anything, I'm going to like tentatively taste the tiniest amount. You sort of you can see where the gap where you were is slowly filling up, but you kind of take a little bit on the tip of your finger and put it into your tongue. It tastes sweet, really sweet, and strangely like like the experience of running through summer fields. That's weird. You look up. There is a black sky above with no stars. As in night or is it dark clouds? Just black sky. No okay. clouds, no stars. Alright, I'm gonna um, turn around. Uh, do I see anyone else there? Let's find out. Yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay. That is a... 19. Yes. You notice a few things. First of all, the wood seems to continue on and on and on. But you can see two other things. In one tree, there is set what appears to be a brightly painted yellow wooden door. Beneath the roots of another tree, a little bit further away, 
there is what looks you can see there is a hole in the roots which seems to go down into a tunnel and behind a third tree you can see something begins to step out a long gray leg a long arm with seven fingers Mm. and just begins to step out and you you don't know why but you get this you just this voice it's not a voice it's an intention in your mind don't look don't look if you look you will die okay Coulson is going to avert his eyes okay you look away like, you can he's t- going to like keep it in his periphery but he's not going to be looking directly at it you're not looking at it but you know that it's coming out you can't see it just on the edge of your version you know it's coming out from behind the trees and it's coming closer and you shouldn't look uh, at this point I'd like you however with that 19 you can feel the sort of warmth in your chest you there's and you look down you can see there's just a little flicker of rainbow light there and it crackles along your along your chest to one of your hands and the spirit lent to you is almost waiting for you for something from you uh I just say, I would quite like to see my wife now, please, if it's all the same to you. (laughs) The rainbow spirit flares out of your fingers for a moment and begins pointing, just like a a windsock almost, uh, or a rainbow rainbow scarf in the direction of the hole beneath the tree. I need a rainbow scarf. All right, Hmm. um... Does it look like um, it's supposed to be pointing me? In that yeah, you got, it definitely looks like it's pointing towards the tree, uh, the, the, that hole. Okay, I start moving steadily but with purpose towards that uh, uh, that direction. Not for a second taking uh, my uh, proprioception away from uh, whatever this monstrosity is behind me. You can't see it. You can't see it, but you know it's close. You know it's so close. You can know that it's reaching out those long fingers. It's close enough to touch you. It could touch you, but don't look back. All right, Corzin is going to keep walking um, and just casual as you like, um reach down as if to just uh, scratch his heel uh, something was uh, bothering her um, whip out his sacks and just flail wildly behind him without looking uh, make an attack roll with disadvantage yeah <laughs> hmm? okay that would be no oh, that would be an 18 okay you feel something for a moment, but it's a strange, it's soft, it's like passing through water, 
and when you pass, when the sax comes back, it's coated in a brilliant bluish liquid. You can feel cold, wet breath on your neck. You're almost at the at the at the hole. All right, Coulson is going to take a deep breath and he's going to say, "You picked the wrong person to sneak up on, mate." Turn around and leave. Make an intimidation check. Okay. Natural one, but lucky. (laughs) Okay, that is... That's an 11. Something... brushes against your back and you feel coldness pass into you and stay. Hmm. It doesn't leave but there's a coldness in you now. Alright. Coulson is going to He's going to keep going, but he is going to attempt to, like, um... If we're working on dream logic here, he's going to try and shake him his physical form free of this thing. Okay. I'm going to try and shake it free. Give me a wisdom save. Okay. As you make your way down into the hole. That's a five. The coldness stays with you, but as you clamber down into the hole, you feel it leave, and you just keep focus going down and down and down until it's until there's no way it could be behind you. Alright. I'm going to continue as far as the, uh, the tunnel goes. Okay. You have acquired what we're going to call a boon. Okay. From the unseen stalker. Oh God. Okay. Just mark that down. Why can't you just let him have a date with his wife? He just wants to have a nice fucking (laughs) time with Molly. Sorry, I rolled for where you turned up, and you turned up in the terror woods. You're the worst person in the world. Unseen. Why couldn't it have been the happy cushion place? (laughs) There is a happy cushion place. You didn't end up there. (laughs) Why terror woods? I hate that you made a place called the Terror Woods. It's legitimately horrifying. As you clamber down, you find yourself in... Do I have any idea what this is? Nope. (laughs) Okay. There is simply a boon. Okay. (laughs) Now you know how the tally marks fucking feel. (laughs) At any time, when when you wake, this coldness will remain with you. At any time in the future... You may choose to use the boon. You do okay. not know what form it will take. You do not know whether it will hurt an enemy, aid a friend, or assist you. Hmm. Oh, God. Risk reward. <laughs> Welcome to wild magic. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Oh, we've all had a weird thing that we don't understand the consequences <laughs> of now. How exciting. <laughs> I think that's kind this of is only going to bring us closer together, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you clamber down away from the terror woods and you find yourself in a quiet underground series of tunnels. They're um, strangely familiar. You've been here before. Hmm. You look around and yeah, there's the same wooden supports and, and walking towards the end you can see up ahead uh, a communal dining area where a bunch of ghostly-looking, half-visible miners, uh, many of them dwarves, are sat around a table drinking and eating. And there is a, and there is a fat uh, dwarf in dirty miners' clothes with an axe sat at the head of the table with a with a twisted matted black beard old Colbeard is holding court oh okay I'm not gonna stop but for the amount of time it takes me to pass through here I'm going to observe what's happening uh every now and again old Colbeard is just sort of chatting and laughing and making lewd jokes for the most part uh and generally making people sort of uncomfortable um oh, no. oh wow it's like eh, eh, eh. oh that's some nice muscle some nice muscle she got on you there very nice kisses one of his own arms but nothing compared to mine <laughs> He's not oh, even well. flirting, he's just putting people down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to... Hey. If your husband wants to know what a real man t- man's like in the sack, oh, God. tell him to come to me in his next dream. Let <laughs> <laughs> another one... And then it, sometimes he just gets lazy. You're fat. Oh no. Oh, he's, he's just cruel. He's, he's just world. cruel. I hate him. Another one, you need more meat on your bones. Oh, he's mean. Yeah, he's literally a fucking nightmare spirit. He's mean. He's like, no need to be mean. He was like everybody shaming thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> you don't comb your beard enough. To another one. Look at you, priming and pamp and pampering your beard. You think combing it and styling it all the time is gonna make up for how miserable you are as a person? Ah ah ah! Colbeard is a bit busy and fortunately oh. does not notice you. For which we can be only grateful, I'm mm. sure. And uh, you slip on past, following the rainbow spirit and through what appears to be a uh, a door. It mounted into a marble uh, archway. As you open the door and step inside, you find yourself in a hallway filled with paintings of various people. Just posed in various positions 
Do I recognize any of them? Roll me a wisdom save. Wisdom save, okay. Oh god. We've been here, haven't we? I've been here. Well, that's a five again. They all seem strangely familiar. Like scenes you can't quite place. You look to one. Sitting around, sitting on a dock, there are two figures, just just painted so they're hidden in shadow, feet in the water with fishing rods. That's enough. I know who that is. Then another figures you can't quite make out drinking in a tavern. Small children gathered around an old halfling. Whittling, but all the faces are blurred. You put on a pace until eventually you see a figure stood in front of one of the uh, of one of the paintings. This one in focus for you. You can see is the smiling, cheerful form of Corzin Jr. And the ghostly looking form of Molly. And as you approach, everything else goes out of focus. Yeah, it does. And now you're not in the hallway. Now you're in a room you don't recognise. It's a halfling house. So it's got a lot of chairs in it. Big old fire. Lots of comfort. It's meant to hold a lot of people. And the big painting is now much smaller. It's just over the fireplace. And... uh, Molly is now sat in a chair, rocking gently, and uh, she has next to her, on a table, a disassembled carbine, which she's busy cleaning. And she looks up and she's whole now, she's fully real. And as you step in, the... Rainbow spirit flickers over you for a moment before she turns around. The blood <laughs> cleans off your clothing. Oh, good. <laughs> and you have a weird sense that while you're in this place, in this bubble of dream, you can shape it. All Within right. this place, you you have an unusual amount of control. But as you step in, and it's like you've stepped in just through a doorway, Molly tilts her head and looks up. Corazon? Molly. Corazon! It's me. Steps up, runs over towards you, and and wraps you in a tight embrace. (laughs) Oh, by the region, I didn't actually. She wasn't shitting me. No, no, she wasn't. Oh, I have missed you so much. I have 
missed you. I've missed you too, Corazon. Oh, and she just plants a deep kiss on your face and then several more on your cheeks and nose. Yeah. Um, Corazon returns them and says, This is... Well, I'll tell you one thing, this beats sending, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh... Gotta say, if I'd known she could do this, that weird spirit magic, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty new, as far <laughs> as I can tell. This is this is not something she's been able to uh, to do for very long. No. But... How are you doing? <sighs> it's the the messages you've been sending through have been frankly terrifying and obviously limited. Well. Look at me, I'm, I'm still in one piece. Um, and <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you, Molly. There have been there have been some really, really tough days and there have not been any days where I haven't thoroughly missed you and, and, and little Corson and, and, and there's no been, I was back not been a day gone by that we've not missed you. But now, face to face for want of a better... Uh, way of putting it I can assure you we're as close as we've ever been and I'm I'm going to be back with you as soon as I possibly can you better and, <laughs> oh, you know I've been I've been looking forward to this for a, Regent knows how long um, just, just tell me everything. What, what's, what's been going on at home? How is, uh, how is little Corson? What, what have you been doing with yourself? I hope that, um, that at, le at least the, um, the money I left you has kept you comfortable. Oh yes. I mean, you know, most of it's sitting by until it's uh, needed. Although, of course, you know. Uh, that'll, you know, that's all towards the ship, but, uh... That Merrick hasn't been, uh, sticking his nose in, has he? He's been keeping a respectful distance. Good. <laughs> and... You've nothing to fear. No, I... I knew I had nothing to fear from you, Molly. Never. But... It's, it's fine. Um, I've been working, uh, at, at the bar, because, you know, yes, we have the money, but that's actually for other things, and getting the ship together. I did, um, spend some of it on, uh, redoing up the old carbine, getting some extra ammunition, and getting back into practice. Good. I've been meaning to, um, uh, to give little course and a little bit more a little instruction um sorry what was that <laughs> nothing she narrows her eyes <laughs> i'm gonna roll a deception check roll a deception <laughs> <Yes>. check <laughs> oh it's good it's it's a six cars <laughs> <laughs> and you. which of the two of us was a military sniper that would be you, dear. Fine. Well, I guess I'm going to have to... 
I guess I'm gonna have to start teach start teaching our son how to use a how to use a carbine properly and undo any habits you might have taught him. It was, to be fair, he's a natural. Oh, so you've done it that much, have you? Well, you know, I. I She's. He insisted on uh, on. Uh, on me teaching him, and so I, uh, I said, right, well, if we're going to do this, we'd better do it properly. And, um, well, he was ambitious, like his dad, and uh, I <laughs> tried to start him out with one of the pistols, and he went straight for the blunderbuss. You let him touch the blunderbuss? Not intentionally. But he was fine. He was absolutely fine. Regent knows how, but he was absolutely fine. He hit the uh, the thing, and we went for ice cream afterwards. Well, why not treat him to a beer while you're at it? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, actually, I was um uh I was chatting to uh, one of my former crewmates, and he says he's got this really really nice um uh, specialist cider. Absolutely fine for the kids. Not alcoholic at all. What? I mean, yeah, great. it's um, uh, apple blossoms best. Know where I can get some of that stuff from? Well, I've uh, I've got a little of it um, uh, squared away from when I'm uh, actually back in person. But um, he did give me the uh, uh, the details of the place where they make it. It's um, mm. a place called Natterson's Reserve. Hmm. Oh, and that's another thing. Somebody I knew from uh, from back in Barnacle Point, Norrit, he may still be alive. The one who claimed he was 200 years old? Yes! Seemingly he got out from there at least. I thought I'd been washed away or eaten or reason knows what with the rest of them, but, oh, but it turns regions. out he may well have got out. I mean, if even a tenth of the stories you've told me about him are actually true, who wouldn't? But I wouldn't even believe a tenth of those stories are true. No, they're, um... They're, they're quite the tales, but if there's even a grain of truth to them... She shakes her head. Anyway... Um, yeah, Corson's doing fine. He, um... We've been... Car I actually... Use some of the money to um, <clears throat> pay for a tutor to come and do some more of the lessons. He's really getting interested in, um, well, in ships, actually. I'm sure. Oh, I, I wish I could be there to uh, speak to him about it. Is he, has he grown much? Oh, you know, quarter of an inch. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do my best otherwise by the time I get back there he's gonna have passed me by you better be back sooner than that oh there is not a there is not a, a herd of wild sahuagin that could stop me <laughs> well I'll be waiting for that ship you promised me yeah we're on our way back uh, to uh, to Alessant now. I mean, got some business there, but then um, if you can do this. Yeah. Why don't you see him tomorrow night? 
If I can? Yes, I don't know how um, how extensive this, this ability of Celestia's is, but I would love that. Well, Just I'll, forewarn him. I'll tell him to keep an eye out and maybe a style come to him in his dreams. Tell him to get to bed on time. <laughs> if I tell him that, maybe he actually will. <laughs> come here and uh, he just envelops her again she envelops you and then sort of steps back for a moment puts her hands on your shoulders so I'm pretty sure this is the old family house and um, I'm not seeing any of the family around and huh. I don't know about you, but I've always wanted to know what my parents' bed was like. <laughs> Coulson grins. She takes you by the hand and drags you up a corridor. Uh, he follows <laughs> and the dream exceedingly fast. Hands to the fireplace. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the dining table just shakes a little bit. <laughs> There's a creak. <laughs> sometime later, you pass from the dream into true sleep. <laughs> and eventually the morning comes. <laughs> you all uh, are... Um, Leah, who took the last watch, kind of wakes you all up uh, with breakfast. Have a good night, Corzin. Yes, thank you. I I honestly don't know how I'm ever going to be able to repay you. But... Oh, fuck that, darling. I nearly got you killed the other day. Well, Seems only um, fair. Molly had a request, and it's one that I uh, would like to echo. Go um, on. If this is a, a thing that it is possible for you to do, then at some point in the in the next day or so, would it be possible to do this for a little course? Yeah, provided nobody dies tomorrow. If any of you die tomorrow, I'll kill you. Um, but provided nobody dies tomorrow, yes. Well, you know, I'll do my very best be, not to. That could be interpreted as either a threat or a statement of fact. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just going to go with yes at this point. Basically, <laughs> it's, it's I can do it. I can do it every day much as you want. Thank you. It's alright. I think of a better way to use it. As long as I haven't, um, you know, brought anyone back from the dead that day, I should still have enough power. Alright. I... There were so many things I wanted to say to her, and so many things I did, but I... Quickly, did did Quilena get either of our names? Depends when she scribed. All right. I don't know who she talked to. Yeah. At best, she's she only talk. got a first name to go by, but um, well, at worst, she might have all of it. All right. Yeah, we gave our full names to the 
Well, I didn't. No one ever asked for my surname. But I mean, you gave your full name. And the thing is, we know she was scrying on us in the wine cellar. I called you causing. During that oh, conversation. Like I say, she, she has a she has a first name. Maybe. But... Well, she can talk to people in the palace. I think they, it's they know. It's best we assume she has both, darling. I'm sorry. Alright then. I was thinking possibly um, I should have uh, mentioned something to uh, Philippe before we left, but honestly, there's really not much that uh, that he could do about it. Sure, he's, he's just got to be most of it by now. He's he's just got to be as on his guard as anyone else is for the uh, for the race. Mm. Might be worth looking in on her actually today. Yeah, not a bad idea. Should I do that now before we start? can do. I don't suppose it would yeah. hurt. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. I get the eye out. I go, show me my horrible little cunt of a sister and I spin it. <laughs> you spin the eye and begin to delve down. Uh, your DC is 16, right? Uh, 17. 17. These days, actually. It's gone up. Just yeah, check. 17. That might... That's on the border from memory. Okay. <clears throat> you plunge down and you look around and you find one of the bubble. One of the bubbles calls to you. The bubble comes forward and a scene begins to come into focus within. You are find yourself somewhere dark, lit by candlelight. You're inside, most likely. There are no windows in this chamber. And there are light, uh, and there are candles lighting the room. It seems the walls are painted with frescoes, with imagery of saints and divine figures. But in the center of the room, there is a slab, and on that slab you can see the naked form of a male elf. Their guts, their, their stomach cut open, guts, put, although it seems that it has been stitched closed with gloves. Yeah. It is indeed a male drow. You recognize this drow. You've seen him in an image before, suspended from a, uh, uh, from a lamppost. Ah. Uh. There are a number. Of, uh, there are a number of figures in the chamber. One of them is Quilena, in, a, uh, in her slightly different cut of dress, but still the same blacks and reds that she usually favours. I hold up two middle fingers and just wave them around in her face. She is incognizant of your presence. Hey, fucker! I can see you. But she is staring. She does have her hands clasped behind her back and is staring fixedly at the body. And you can see very quickly why. 
There are a number of the Ebon Garden Room, and there is also a halfling priest dressed in ceremonial robes and placed upon the center upon the center of the chest of the body there is a small black iron um, dish in which vibrant multicolored flames are burning and every now and again <laughs> flickers of these flames will pass out of the dish and into the body the body will shake and you can see how the body is already beginning to twist and flicker in places parts of flesh are slowly starting to regrow uh it looks like you're quite some way into this and the and the priest is muttering in what seems to be not repeated in Nation, although there are parts that repeat in a language you do not know uh, they chant sometimes they will pick up a, a sensor and they will put a piece of the they will tip a piece of the vibrant multicolored flames into it swing it over the body in the uh, and sort of an almost like flickering multicolored embers will emerge mm. and you can see behind them there is a figure barely visible, almost seen as an outline of glimmering golden light shot through with sparks of red. Humanoid, what looks almost like a tall uh, human figure with the outlines of armor. You look up, you can see there is a depiction of this figure, not in, not as an outline, but clearly depicted, fully fleshed as a some sort of uh, dark-skinned, blonde-haired human wearing armor from maybe a few, maybe six, seven hundred years ago. Can I try and discern who in the room can see this? Uh, can see the spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to discern if it is a spirit. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Because no the priest yeah. just looking, looking at around, it, it's pretty obvious. Uh, apart from the priest, who they're actually standing behind the priest and uh, for a lot of the time, uh, apart from the priest, no one else seems to acknowledge this. Mm. So, yeah, the glimmering figure is just not really seen by anyone else. And they seem to be just standing overseeing... But at the and this continues for much of the next ten minutes. But at the climax, when almost all the flames have flickered out, and it's just and the last of them leave the little black dish, the figure reaches behind and draws to your eyes a brilliantly gleaming sword. Uh, Kind of like a double-handed affair, like a like a, a proper sort of broadsword, and raises it above the body, and the flames suddenly rush up out of the corpse, which arches its back, uh, and spin around the sword. And for a moment, the sword becomes visible through the outline of flames to all, and the figure, the spirit, drives it down into the body, and the flames. Spread through it, uh, and the body suddenly arcs up again. 
still horribly wounded, horribly grievously injured. Uh, the drow opens his eyes. The priest staggers for a moment as the image, as the glowing outline fades, something clearly taken out of them. And the glow seems to flicker down into what seems to be just a, almost like a golden gecko, mm. much more visible to you, which climbs up the priest's arm. And um, Quilena uh, reaches down and with a sort of it's not kindness but with a an authority touches the male drown the arm and says in, El in elven welcome back we look after our own oh fuck off says Celestia the drow I saw it. Did you? Nods. And could you have crossed on your own? His head shakes steadily for a moment. Then don't worry. Next time, when you return to that abyss, I will lead the way. Yes, my lady. Escort him out somewhere he can rest. She looks pitilessly at the priest, who is drinking from a glass of water. Then bring in the next one. I want a full company restored. And it's about this time that the walls of the image close in, the bubble collapses, and you find yourself pulled back up to the surface. I don't suppose there are any clues in the room of where I am, where I was, just dark. A temple, maybe? You could try, a temple. You could try and make a religion check. Yeah, I'd like to, actually, if that's all right. Yes. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> it is a temple... Dedicated to a saint of the regency. I'm temple. Uh, uh, a male saint of some, uh, like a, a male coded saint of um, some sort of martial aspect. Cool. Well, that's the first time I've ever seen anyone uh, raise somebody from the dead. Oh. They were doing it with all the Ebon Guard that got killed by the Baron. Well, that seems like a. Oh. A lot of effort. Not the Baron. Yeah. What's his name? The Mason. There we go. The Mason. Different word. Yeah. Um. Well. The Guard are expensive. She was all, ooh, we care for our own. We care for each other. She's never cared about anything in her fucking life. They're just expensive. That's the point, though. I guess, Celestia, how many do you think uh, it's reasonable to assume they would have above ground? I don't fucking know. Um, hang on, out of character for a second, I'm just clarifying, because I think I know how many there are in a year, but I just want to check. In one year of training, there are 500, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't fucking know, darling. In one year, 
you get 500 Ebon Guards coming out of the end of it or thereabouts. They train them every year. A class right. comes out every year. Creepy, horrible army school. They get employed by various people on the surface. Like fucking thousands. Their contracts are a hundred years. Alright, so... Lots. Not all of them loyal to Quilena, don't get me wrong, but... That's more what I was thinking, like... I... I, I get that it's... I mean, there it's is an army of... and that there are hundreds of them. Did she say anything about how many are with her? No. I'd assume. I mean, there's that whole company that were working for the king that she seems to be working with. How many with. in a company? Jason. 500. 500, full group. Right, so we have to assume that at the very least there's 500 at her immediate disposal, possibly split between her and um, Adrin, maybe? Maybe. And also we've got to assume that the others would have some sort of loyalty to the family. Mm. Drow look after their own and all that bullshit. Mm. But they're not necessarily with them. No. No, not at all. Seems to be really creepy loyalty with this lot, though. She was saying she was going to guide him across the abyss. Huh. Across the abyss? Oh, is that not a thing? That's, that's a drow thing. Sorry. Um, spider What gods. does that mean? When you die, um, sort of what's supposed to happen is there's an abyss, um, and only the strongest can cross it. Um, or, if you're not strong enough, you can get other people to help you cross it who are stronger than you are. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he woke up and said he'd seen the abyss, and she said, were you strong enough to cross it? He said no, and she said, well, next time I'll help you, uh, Quilena. Um, so it's got properly creepy, apparently. Oh. What yeah. did, well... Abyss full of spiders and webs and shit. Alright. God, oh goodness, I wish I'd been a priest. Cheerful stuff, this, isn't it? Well, the fact that uh, she's going to the effort to raise them suggests that they're an exceedingly valuable commodity to her. They're really expensive. Li as little as she cares for them personally, and I fully uh, grant that that must be the case, if, um, if she's going through the trouble of raising them rather than just sequestering more, which might take longer, but ultimately would be cheaper for her, wouldn't it? then it sort of suggests that she must have a fairly limited amount at her immediate disposal. I mean, maybe it's just the one company. Yeah. Which is still loads. So many. But, but also, you know. A, Ebengard are expensive as fuck, as mentioned. And B, it's a sort of drow pride thing. Um, there aren't that many of us. Oh, like, so, we're the superior race, we're all better than everyone else. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, a bit right. of that, but also there aren't that many of us, and we live for ages, so just sort of needlessly getting people killed is a bit frowned upon. I see. Wasteful. But, yeah, it's seen as wasteful. expensive. Yeah, true. 
But also, you know, training people for seven years so that they're that good is more expensive. Mm. I don't know. Or maybe she's just worried my mother will find out she got some of them killed. Have her killed? No, she's worried maybe that my mother will find out that she got some of the Ebon Guard killed. Ah. Oh. There might be that. I'd be worried if I was her. Hmm. She won't be pleased when she finds out all this shit. I'd imagine Quilena wants to solve as much of it as possible before she spins it. Well, it would seem to me that, um, from, from what she was like and from, uh, what you've said, that she's going to try and, um, as she sees it, solve this problem as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. So... Let's do everything we can to make sure it takes a very long time and is impossible. Hmm. Yeah. Because the longer she takes, the longer, uh, the more likely it is that um, your mother is going to find out how badly she fucked up. Which is more problems for her and possibly your brother into the bargain. Plus, we already know that when she's angry, she does dumb stuff. Indeed. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a whip in a box. Yeah. Always has been like that. So the longer we get her annoyed and keep away from her, the dumber she's going to get. What can we do with that whip, actually? Keep it in a fucking box for now. Mm. But I um, I have a bad idea that I should probably run past both of you. Um, Go on. <laughs> imagining like Leah's around somewhere, but like, yeah, <laughs> up to you. Um, should probably run past you all. So... Leah's making breakfast. Scrimshaw is in Alessant. And what we need, really, is to get this whip to the temple where the priestess that she fucked and murdered was and make sure somebody does a discern objects pass spell on it. That's what we really need. Well, can't you do that with the um, with the eye? I can do it, but who the fuck's going to believe me? Mm, fair enough. Like, I'll see it, but... I mean, it might be worth having a look, see if there's anything useful, but... But the thing might is... Might be before we hand it over to anyone. Yeah, but the thing is, what we really need is somebody down there to do it, who the priestess will, will trust. That would be Sabrina, wouldn't it, Jason? Yes. Yeah. Sabrina would be one of the options. Uh, there are... Uh... There are a couple of lesser priestesses mm. beneath Sabrina. What we really need is to get it to Sabrina. She's um the head priestess. I see. So we need to get it to uh. her and have somebody around her do a spell on it or have her do it. Okay. So that there'd be no question. I can't think of a way to do that other than getting in touch with Scrimshaw right now. I know it's not urgent... But it might be worth asking her the price. Would you be able to send to Sabrina? No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, no, no. All right. Um, sorry. She's um, she's the person who is doing my training, so I re- no. All right. Really can't be me. <coughs> oh. Are you okay? You keep sneezing. 
it's got cold and I got wet and then I, now I'm sneezing. Are you wet? You just need to tell me when you're fucking soaking wet. I can do something about it. I do prestidigitation uh, loads of times. Uh, there was rain during the previous night. The floor is cold. I can warm you up. It makes it makes warm. I just like click my fingers irritatedly <laughs> and just send night. warm air at them. I know, but afterwards I can help you out, darling. Uh. <laughs> Anyone else cold while we're at it? Anyone? Not especially. Leah's uh, stirring the pot. I'm next to the fire. I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, it needs to be somebody other than me who uh, sends it to Safrina. All right. Um, I mean, I could send to her, but I don't know what the fuck I'd say. Well, how... (laughs) What's going to be uh, the more pressing piece of information uh, to her? The fact that you are alive and at large somewhere, or that... that. All right, well, then... um, She definitely seems to be like the sort of person who would have a vested interest in knowing that uh, Kualena is guilty of murder. Could you say that's why you left? Because you found out about her crime but couldn't prove it and were scared she'd kill you. That's Uh, not actually a bad play. You're fucking clever as shit, do you know that? Nope. Yes. You'll have to tell me every day. I mean, that's... (laughs) (laughs) I will gladly tell you how smart you are. Um, But... That's not a terrible play. It depends how much Savrina knows. Mm. Because she... I mean, if my mother knows about me and Leah, she might. But also, even if my mother does know, she might not have told Savrina because Savrina was always somebody to impress. And, you know, being in love with a slave wasn't what was considered impressive. Uh, So... Yeah... Difficult one. Also, there's no point sending to her unless there's already evidence. Is the thing. Right. She's not going to just believe me. No, but we could say we're sending this thing. So we know that actually something will happen with it when it gets there. Yeah. Rather than just her handing it back to Quilena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How far away are we from the nearest entrance to the Underdark? Not suggesting we go there, but just so we know. If we're close-ish to one, then maybe there will be uh, someone going in that direction. And also, maybe we shouldn't be. Jason, help me. (laughs) I have no fucking idea. I'm sorry, I'm bombarding you with a load of questions that Celestia would know, but maybe you don't. So, uh, Celestia, I need you to roll me a history check. History check. Oh god, nine is my favourite number today. The people, the estates on this side of the continent, you've not really visited. You know that, you know, like you have a vague sense that the city of Utu is somewhere north-ish of Seoul. Mm-hmm. Like itself, the uh, and you know your own estates uh, were not too far ultimately from uh, Solden's Dale because that's the exit you came out at, mm-hmm. which is off in Wending. Um, the Underdark is large, uh, but 
you don't actually know where the entrances are on this side. Um. Like, you know how to get there if you went to Wending. <laughs> I know one in Wending. Um, right. I know one not that far from Scarol's Cove. I didn't really spend a lot of time I, like over this way in the Underdark. All right. Um, just trying to think. Uh... I mean, it'd need to be somebody trusted. Trusted by the powers that be down there. No, I mean, the person who took it to Savrina would have to be somebody trusted. Oh, I if see. If it got to Savrina, and she did a spell on it, that would be different. Also, though... Well, I don't know about the rest of you... Also, Savrina's quite in with the family. Would she do it? I think she would. I think if if Quilena would, had killed a priestess, that would be enough. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but I do not trust Scrimshaw as far as I could throw her. No, but her word is her word. That's the thing. She's very big on if you make a bargain with her, she will carry it out. Mm. And we do have information that she maybe would like a promise we'll never tell. Yes, we do. Oh, you're so clever this morning. Alright. I wish I had chocolate. It's good for your brain. I'm going to buy you fucking ice cream when we're in the city. You're on it today. Ice cream is good. Yes, so you're suggesting that we go to uh, Scrimshaw and we uh, say to her... And we say, hello, uh, Arga. Um, you owe us a favour. <laughs> we, yeah, we have information that we know you don't want uh, to get out and in uh, re- return for never revealing that to anyone, you do us a favour. Yeah. I think... That's- also, we have the information that Olga's dead, that she Ooh, may or may not yeah. know. No, like, she, she might, might know. That. She might know, but... She might not. She might not. Depends how much she really cares about Olga. I mean, they weren't close. She hates her. Yeah. <laughs> I think she might hate her enough to keep track, so... Possibly. Also, the dogs. You know, they... I'm wondering if hers might be one of the same pack, or... I don't I know, they feel Im- connected, don't they? Yeah, surely. I, they must be. I I got- mean, who has, coincidentally, another invisible dog? That feels weird. Well, maybe when they um, uh, did Old Mother Finger Snap in, they sort of divided the spoils. Mm. But I think, I think if we get Scrimshaw to agree to that... I think the best thing to do might be to send to Savrina first mm. and ask, I mean, frankly, check that she would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Before because we definitely if she's... send it. Because if, we, if it gets out of our hands and she's not going to do anything with it, I'm not sending it. We'll wait. We'll find another You're way. You're right. Mm. You're right. If, um, if it turns out that this Savrina person is not going to be helpful to us, then it's, uh, it makes more sense for us to keep hold of it. I think she'd be bothered enough by Quilena murdering a priestess. Are there any... Like, that's uh, a death is... penalty down there. Alright, that's not nothing. Are there any other um, 
authorities down below that would be in any way interested. Um, out of character, it's a bit small for the Empress, isn't it? A bit small for the Empress. Small for the Empress. Um, I mean, is there like a local something? That <laughs> a local be, council. That would be the temple. The te- which is Savrina's temple. That the the more, uh, so the the various fa- families the houses run the outskirts and many of them have dominion over industries within the city but the government of the city is essentially run by the church. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Who the church itself is subject to Empress Ariadne because she is a demigod, uh, supposedly demigod immortal. Mm. Who yeah. rules with the very direct divine ascent of the spider goddesses? Yeah, I mean the equivalent down there is the church, darling. Really, the temple. All right. Anyway, everything's run by the temples down there. Mm. Oh. but I mean, there's a chance if we got it through an underdark entrance, we could get it to her fairly fast. There are good methods of fast travel down there. There's the worm trains. Worm trains. We should go immediately. Oh, do you not know about them? Those uh, sound no. amazing. I mean, they. What are they? Sort of. Sort of what they sound like, really. There's a giant, scary worm thing. It's not really a worm. It's more like um, like a big old millipede. It's got lots of legs, and they're like. Um. And it, it goes along quite fast through the tunnels, and it's got... Um, the reason it's, they say, train... It's got a train of carriages All behind right. it. And you sit in the carriages, and the millipede worm thing pulls you along. Um, goes quite fast. Good fast travel. Ah. So also like there's an underground um, caravan. Yeah, also there's the web channels as well. Webways. Um, webways, sorry. <laughs> Thought I'd, thought I'd fucking nail it all. Yeah, there's um, there's the webways as well. So you know how we all ride spiders. Yeah. Um, they they're sort of like pre-laid webs that are kind of like like roads that they can go along. So there's there's some pretty good travel options if we could get it on, get it down there. We could get it to her fairly quickly. All right, this is starting to sound like a plan. Yeah. Um. But like I say, it would be a matter of making sure something was actually going to happen with it. Well, then I think the first thing uh, we should do is find out exactly what this um, uh, this whip can tell us, and then um, decide what we're going to uh, say to your priest sovereigna or priestess, rather. Sovereigna. I think we should wait to do anything with the whip until we're in the courts of justice. All right. Actually, we shouldn't talk about where yeah. we're going at all. Um, no, we really. I'd imagine there's scrying happening. Um, but We're yeah. going to Scarol's Cove Scarol's immediately. Cove. It's my favourite place. Right now. Yeah, you fuckers. <laughs> Again, I that, put middle fingers up That'll be just here. after we make a jaunt to Farinon. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and go around the, uh, the Cape of Hongwao. And back to Treachery afterwards for a cup of tea. Yes. <laughs> It went so well last time. Oh, it was a beautiful town. I miss it every I'm... day. <laughs> I've also heard Baradun is lovely this time of year. Yeah. Um, but we should wait until we're somewhere proofed so that she can't track it. Yeah. Good idea. 
Of which, I think that's uh, enough breakfast. I'll clean up the uh, pots and do we want to get on our way? Yeah, I did have yeah. one more thought. Um, at some point I should look in on Adrian. Yes, that's a good idea. But don't have to do that now. What do, what do you See all think? See if they caught him. I doubt it, but... Yeah. If they I have, one less problem. Be more worried if they have. <laughs> she wouldn't be standing one... there, yeah. I mean, one thing that might be... Um, uh, worth doing is actually checking in with uh, with the sculptor to see what's happening still in Vondion. Is the uh, are, are the killings of uh, of the Evangard continuing or did the death of the Mason put paid to that? <laughs> and just how much of a favour do we owe him? I'm quite scared to talk to him. <laughs> um, yeah, we probably I should. I can't though. say I blame you, but it's useful information. So, how much of that now? How much of all that later? What do you think? Well, maybe check in on uh, on Adrian. Yeah, maybe I'll check in on Adrian and maybe we'll put off talking to the sculptor for a little bit longer. (laughs) Okay. You spin the uh, the eye. Show me my horrible brother. (laughs) Plunge in. Look around. No bubble emerges. However, fuck's sake. You return. Fucking bollocks. He's somewhere proofed. He's probably lying low. Or in prison. Oh, let's hope so. Or dead. Or Wouldn't that be nice? He might be in a lead box all alone. Who knows? Oh, that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorted. The case is Mystery solved. Mystery solved. <laughs> Shall we get going? Okay. You yeah. saddle up to your conjured horses. And carry on your, the way. A little bit after midday, Celestia, you get a sudden sensation of being watched. And flick your head round, you can just see something sort of following you in the air, like a very faint shimmer. Fuck do you want? Oh no, has someone spotted us? Yeah. Going to Scarrell's oh, Cove. On my way to Scarrell's Cove, you fuck. <laughs> do, 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 you, do you keep allow it to keep going for no, a while? No, I don't do yeah. that. After that, you just sort of put a hand through it and it pff, disintegrates. Well, that's the second time ever that I've thrown that off. How exciting. <laughs> well done. Very proud. Thank you. It means yeah. a lot. I'm sure that probably feels rather satisfying, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, they'll do another one in, like, <laughs> like whenever they can. But it's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. You carry on. Does it make you immune Sorry. if you resist it for a day? Did we figure that out? Is that a thing? I have no idea out of character. I believe you have actually figured that out by virtue of trying it on other people who've resisted and trying it again. Oh, so once, once they've resisted, once, it's, once you've resisted, that day... Won't work for 24 hours, yeah. Oh, does that mean they can't see us for a bit? Yeah, the same person can't track you again. I mean, they've probably got, like, loads of mages, but that one can't. That's exciting. Well, that's That's a useful bit of information to know. Yeah. Okay. You continue riding up through Terrachamp, around the coast, uh, sticking close to the coast and eventually make camp for the night. Uh, 
I'm not going to make you go through it all again, Corzin. But after this time, presuming you do the dream again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this time, you actually end up in a very nice, um, in a very nice little place, which is just on a coastline uh, with brilliant blue waters, tropical palm fronds nearby, and weirdly a bunch of statues of pigs just in various okay. poses after wandering through that strange uh, uh, landscape for a while every now and again you see ghostly images of people playing uh in the sand you find one that resembles your son approach it and uh very briefly pa! i i sweep him up into my arms <laughs> And you have a fantastic time at the beach with your son. Okay, just one quick question. Yes. Um, are we able to influence the um, uh, the, you, the environment you actually, in the yes, same you way? Yes, you are within this dream bubble. Okay, I have a very, very... Well, I have two very specific things I want to do. Okay. One, obviously, I want to build a sandcastle with him. Yes! Yes, you build the biggest sandcastle. I don't like Yeah, and it is like a huge stakes. one with like minarets and yeah. turrets, and it's lovely. Uh, the other one is um, I'm going to uh, point out onto the uh, the sea, and off in the distance, there is a speck that gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and slowly it resolves into uh, the uh, the shape of a ship. We uh, go up, step aboard, and um, go up to the uh, the forecastle and start um, sailing off around the bay. Um, and I uh, give little cause in the uh, the the wheel for a little bit as he we're sort of it, sailing sort of along, standing up on the little halfling stool that's needed for this. Yeah, we'd need, need like a little uh, hop up for yeah, it, which just, I would conjure out of yeah, nothing. Yeah, the wind. <laughs> Uh, the wind rushes through your hair. Yeah. It, it the war- the sun is warm on your skin. It's the perfect sort of Mediterranean sort of climb, like the times that you sailed down with ships in the past to uh, down to Faroz. I'd be uh, like singing along with him as we're um, uh, sailing off. There'd be. Um, people working the uh, the decks, yeah. and we'd just be up there having a tremendous time. It is time to go now. All away, oh, your to, anchor. To, 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 yeah, no. Um. <laughs> 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 you when you when you eventually drift into true sleep. There is a warmth in your chest, although still just that little bit of a hint of cold, and a smile on your face. Definitely. (laughs) As there is on Little Cousins. That is the best thing. (laughs) Okay. The day comes, and again, a hard day's ride greets you. Well, a weirdly easy day's ride because these things are so unrealistically comfortable to ride because <laughs> they're not real um, you travel again along the coast for a time making your way past just avoiding villages and, uh, 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 that are still around there's very little 
happens, honestly. There, every now and again, you might see a sail in the distance, making the long, uh, uh, or just on the horizon, making the journey as ships now begin to return to Kion once again, as the docks have begun to come into existence or head up towards the distant form of delay. And you have a third night of rest before. Uh, by the way, is there anything you wish to do on the third day? Is on the fourth day you know that you will be approaching Alessant? Um, might actually check in with the sculptor. Okay. You, what do you wish to send? To... Sculptor. It's Celestia. Thank you. Big distraction. <laughs> Big favour. Hope things are calming down. Please update us. Wishing you well. Thank you again. Goodbye. Celestia. Unexpectedly interesting. <sighs> Poor Mason. Still, opportunities arise. There's a new fisher queen in Vontion. She's settling in. I'll send my package when it's time. Who is new fisher queen? Anyone... We know. You can send just at that if you want. Yeah. <laughs> A few moments later. <laughs> the restauranteur. Big coffee drinker. Oh. Quite the promotion. Still needs someone competent to bring them into line. Ta-ta for now. He's so creepy. Did he just sign off in the same way as Tigger? Because now... <laughs> <laughs> he did! Oh, the sculptor and Tigger, the same person. That's the twist. Yep, That's yep. the twist. Of the campaign. Yeah, you unzip just the, go, the you, wonderful you, thing about sculptors is <laughs> <laughs> well, like, ah! <laughs> You just unzip the friggin' Gorgon costume and there's a bouncy tiger. Oh. That's the twist, we figured it out. That's the end of yeah. the campaign. Yeah. Um and inside that is Norrit, and inside that is <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> so I say In some corner of the dreamfold, that is true. Oh no. <laughs> 
so I, I say to the other two, well, he sounds fucking devastated. <laughs> I'm sure his heart bleeds. Well, Veldrina's <laughs> been promoted. She's in charge now. Oh. Called the restaurant that here. That's a well, little fitting, bit unwieldy. A little bit what? Unwieldy. Yeah. As names go. I think I probably I would have it's... gone for the... The cafetiere or something, if I was her. A barista? No. <laughs> the barista. <laughs> yes, that's what I like. Very intimidating. Would they even exist as like a, a job yes, title in yeah, this world? Yes, yeah, the does. Coffee shops are a thing. I mean, next to, <laughs> you know, the scalpel and the sculpture and the mason and the bookkeeper, the barista is a bit weak. <laughs> device you make coffee with. That's kind yeah. of what I was going for, but I was trying to like play with it, you know, be clever. Never mind. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just really <laughs> tired. I've not been sleeping. <laughs> um, <sighs> right. Dinner, everyone. It's porridge. Yeah. I love porridge. It's what we've got. It's alright. We'll make it taste like weird stuff. Okay. You maintain your vigil. For the third night, the morning comes, and you set out quite early on, on the fourth day, Celestia. You get a strange, you get that sense of being watched, and you glance to the side, and again, you can see that just faint haze in the air. Oh, still watching it, dicks. Fuck off. <laughs> it collapses. I did it again. <laughs> Excellent. Getting there. Well done. Maybe I have a brain. Probably not. Who knows? I have a bit of whiskey. You're... Yeah, I'm slightly drunk for this whole time. Like, never pissed, but always, like, slightly drunk. And again, there are no silences. Like, I'm always playing. If we're not riding, I'm playing something. Hmm. And it's actually... You ride the first sort of 40 minutes or so. The first 40 minutes, 20 minute break, another 40 minutes. And it's into the second hour while you're just gently uh, uh, strumming something on your electric guitar uh, that calls him. You're the first to hear the sound of uh, fast hoofbeats in the distance. All right, lots. uh, A number, and actually as you glance off, you can see coming up the road, by this point you're you're on a road, there's no reason not to travel on one, um, towards, heading the same way towards Alessant, you can see what looks you just make out to be a blue and grey painted military carriage. You've seen them before. They're used for transport uh, of officers or equipment and so on. Uh, this is one where the shutters are... You, you just make out they've got the shutters up, uh, so uh, which is not uncommon when people are travelling through. And, there's a, and there are four horses driving it before. And they are all moving at very fast pace, but in perfect lockstep, in a manner that you've seen before. Uh, in fact, uh, you last saw this on the uh, on the carriage that With the, the king. king was using. Mm. These right. horses are under the lockstep enchantment, uh, which is a similar effect that you've heard of before uh, of military mages casting. 
uh, to scamps conjured horses, but instead they work on actual horses and ju- uh, and can work on. Uh, there's a few differences to them. The mage has to concentrate on keeping them up, uh, uh, keeping the enchantment up. It still works for an hour at a time, requires actual horses, but can do multiple horses at once, which is good for carriages such as these. Hmm. And so while you're busy sketching out your horses, you can see that it's riding towards your position. You can just see that and there's a couple of drivers up top. Right. I'm going to point this out to everyone, first of all. Um... And does it look like a similar carriage to the one the king and his family were riding in? Uh, not dissimilar. Like it, it is a carriage. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fours carriage, but it's not... Um, that one was more like a upper-middle-class travel carriage. This right. one is a bit more like a... Almost like a male carriage in its, in its build. This is built... It's a very functional carriage. There's a number of them that the military have. Would it be um, said... Safe to say that we are, like, the, the the assembly's side of the lines by now. Oh, yeah. And this, yeah. Yeah, like, this uh, this does seem to bear assembly markings, as far All as right. you can tell. I, I'm just going to point it out to them and uh, say, look, are those, um, those horses are oddly in step with each other. Hang on. I spin the eye. Show me the inside of that carriage. Okay. You're on that bit. Uh... The, it takes ten minutes to cast. Oh no! Yeah, they're they're like nearby, aren't they? Uh, you're looking at it at the rage, like the that carriage is likely Sorry, to be. I pictured it super far no, no, away. The, the no, the carriage is the carriage is a fair distance away, but it will be where you are within five minutes. No, I didn't picture it coming towards us. Sorry, that was me getting my mental image wrong. Ah, so no, 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 scratch no. that. It is coming up the that. road from behind where you guys were. I just have a feeling that we shouldn't be seen right now. Don't know why, just do. Anyone else feeling that? All right, let's not be seen. Is it just paranoia? I can't tell anymore. Um, Well, at this point, until we uh, get what we're carrying back to where it needs to go, then I I don't think that's um, uh, that's completely. Could be an ally who give give us a lift, but it's probably not worth the risk. Traveling in the wrong direction, aren't they? No, No, they're heading towards. uh, Oh, okay. Although, if that carriage has the king in it, uh, they're not going to execute him before we get back, are they? Uh, the carriage uh, that would have gone from the... Uh, for, a carriage coming from Tretry would enter via probably one oh, of the, the north other way. gates. Okay. Yeah, well, the, oh, okay. Oh, no, hang on, that'd be from the other side. Yeah, you're, he- you're heading towards one of the south gates. Yeah, no, never mind, ignore me. I just think we should get to the courts of justice as soon as possible. Yeah. Good idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Scamp is in the middle of conjuring horses at this point, uh, so... Should we uh, just... Can we hide off to a side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's foliage, yeah. there's hedgerows and things. Mm. Uh, I, can you... Uh, everyone give me a stealth check, please. Ooh, dice! Natural 20! Natural 20! Hello. Eight. Oh wow, that's like <laughs> he's really good at stealth as well. Okay, you uh, as you're riding past, you see uh, there are a couple of people uh, on top of the carriage. Uh, both there are two. Got, yes, there's two 
Uh, halfling soldiers. Uh, one kind of a wiry, pale-skinned ginger halfling who's uh, got the hands of the reins, and there's a chubbier, dark-skinned, blonde halfling holding uh, with a sort of carbine on their shoulders, sort of lazily looking uh, around. They There's actually a point where you guys are hiding. The one with the carbine's eyes just pass straight over you <laughs> without any obvious reaction. And the horses continue onwards. Go over a bit of a time. Horses carry on towards Alison. Do we want to know who's in the carriage? I mean, it's probably proof, but I could try. Can't hurt, although... Yeah, go on. I mean, worst case scenario, we've just... Uh, no one's any the wiser. Fuck it. Okay. Um, well, show me the inside of that carriage. Yeah. While Scamp is producing the, the horses, you spin the, the eye, plunge down... Look around. No bubble comes up. Mm-hmm. Nah, definitely proved. All right. You oh, are uh, you are aware that uh, sanctum effects can be tied to a vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Let's go. As on, and I when guess. we get the ship together, I think it might not be a bad idea to try and get that sanctum. Takes a year, but it's probably worth it. Yeah. Hmm. But probably worth keeping part of it you can use it in the yeah. like a room or something. Yeah. Have a sending room. Yeah. That'd be nice. Alright. You uh, sat, uh, re- by the time you finish the second horse <laughs> flourishes into being do you still want your you're still are you, uh, how close do you get to Alessant with your bright shining blue horses? Oh no, these ones are spotty now. Okay. What colour spots? spots? Green and yellow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you ride on a. Like sort of oh no, I'm just imagining like horse versions of the spotty man from Super Ted. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Leah just look. Got on him. Exchanges a look with you, Celestia, before getting onto her horse. Yeah, I'd return it. (laughs) You saddle up and carry on towards uh, the south gate. In fact, the gate you approach, if I get one of my handy Alessant maps out, if I get one of my handy Alessant maps out, there's my handy Alessant map, uh, is... Okay, you approach the appropriately named Southgate from my handy map there. And there is something a little bit unexpected to greet you. Uh, The gate is patrolled as before. And you can see that there are a handful of guards wearing the uniform of the National Guard. But the majority of the guards on the south gate are dressed in civilian coats, armed with muskets and wearing the tricolor cockades or sashes uh, that you saw many of the more volunteer sort of militiary 
sort so of. So are they on the Royalist thing. side, just to clarify for anyone? Oh, no, no. Uh, they're on the, everyone here is on the Republic, sort of the, the, the revolutionary side. Yeah. But the angry the, lady's taken over. Uh, but there's yes. a difference between the National Guard and there's they're sort of, you know, not exactly side by side. They're working together, but you can see the guard is sort of more. Marius and Co. Focused are on together. the gate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yeah, Marius and Co. are kind of on the gate right now. Well, it's not Marius, is it? Yeah. No, to be fair, it was just the first character that I. It's Algeras. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. you do. You guys actually arrive quite late in the day. Uh, uh-huh. In fact, you by the time you arrive, the sun is setting, and you're actually approaching evening. Um, and in fact, yeah, it is the sun is setting, and it takes a moment for you to realize what is there by the gate. They look like a number of uh, poles with something on top. Oh, oh God. God! But as you approach, uh, oh, it's going to be the king's head. Isn't whether it? it's on horses or, or or by foot, if you're standing, your usual thing of you know dismounting just out of sight and walking up. You can see that there are num- there are indeed a number of heads mounted on pikes. <laughs> so the king, along it's so going to be the king. a sign marked "Traitors to Saul." A few head, like just a few faces, fla- are just flashed up in the light before you. Your eyes glaze over a pig-faced man with thick black mutton chops. You get the feeling his face was probably ruddy and flush in life. It's now pale and drawn in death. There's a halfling woman with a mole below her lip whose blue eyes are now faded white expression, frozen in horror. The only bits of colour left are her curled blonde ringlets. There's an orc grace, an orc's head grey-skinned, bald. And there's like a and there's a final look of resignation etched into his features. Even as the sort of pale rictus of death has drawn it quite harshly across his face. There are a number of other there are about a dozen or so heads in total piped up here none of them appear to be the king or his family oh, okay <laughs> i mean it's still mem- it could be members of the nobility which is also really fucking well no bad. it definitely is do yeah. we recognize any of them personally give me a an insight check yes please okay. uh, oh, that's not good that's a 10 from me that is a 14. I'm not looking. <laughs> Fair. Causing, you think you saw Mutton Chop Man uh, in the National Assembly before the Purge? All right. On the noble side. This is going to make things really hard, isn't it? Yeah. The whole guaranteeing fair trials point is a little bit. Fuck. Bollocks. The um If it happened before the ceasefire, at least it was a I mean it did happen before the ceasefire. How long have they been up there? Mm, give me a medicine check. Or I guess you can go up and ask. I'll do a medicine check first. Uh that is a Oh, it's another fourteen. Judging from the rate of decomposition a day? Ow, balls. <laughs> to be fair, though, no ceasefire until the treaty is signed by everyone. Yes. Okay. So actually, it's still there's still a war on until we sort this out. 
They've agreed, but the Assembly haven't yet, and they haven't signed. So technically, still happened during wartime. You uh, well, let's not dally then. You, you. I'm assuming you're walking up rather than riding up. Yeah. I think Corson would. You walk up. We'll leave the horses a while back. Yeah, and they crumble to dust. Uh, And the. So, uh, one of the na- uh, pair of the National Guard soldiers walk out towards you and holds up a hand. Old papers. Of course, I pull out my Lots Celestia Starless passport. I present them. Glance us through them, pass them back. Thank you. How have things been here? He leans a little bit tense with the. Um, he does the air quotations thing. Trial yesterday. Oh shit! What what was that? Is that where this lot came from? And he oh, points shit, up to the. Of course, you wouldn't know. No, we've been on the road. One of the. Uh, so the assembly was intending to do the first trials uh, for the soldier uh, for the nobility who were accused of treason, and uh, about thirty of them were uh, being escorted from the Great Bastard, uh, where they were being kept. Uh, there's a couple, few prisons in the city, the Bastard is one of them, um, under National Guard uh, escort. When uh, uh, I heard uh, drinking in the guardroom that uh, a bunch of those fucking uh, sand-culot, um, they started calling themselves the Alison Militia, or at least they claim to be part of the Alison militia, uh, came up and uh, took custody of the nobility. Uh, they did not have a warrant, but they claim that the authority of uh, justice and the revolution gave them the right to intervene, and they were outnumbering the escort about five to one, and... Uh, between you and me, I'm not sure I would have done, would not have done the same thing, but uh, one way or another. If you're outnumbered five to one, you're outnumbered. It's fair enough. He nods. They got hold of them and dragged them off to uh, Baker's Square. Uh, and of course, earlier in the day, Madame Guillotine had just been demonstrating her new invention, so it was still up. What's that? Um, oh! Of course, you would not have read the papers. We've been out of town for a couple of weeks. Ah, no. On the road and all Uh, sorts. Madame Guillotine, she's uh, uh, she's a halfling inventor. Uh, She's she's devised a new form of execution. Um, It is... um, I I saw some of the practice work being carried out on uh, some uh, rotten melons, but uh, apparently yesterday was supposed to be its first um, actual use. Uh, of course, uh, she says it will be an end to the gallows. Um, part of the whole thing is everyone who's being executed deserves a clean death. Uh, so what does it do? Well, instead of having people, uh, you know, dance the fandango, um, it's better if everyone has a decapitation. But you need quite a skilled axeman for that. Uh-huh. Uh, so what? It's basically a sort of weighted blade. Uh, in a rack and it's um, you you sort of pull the lever and it goes down you put the person with their neck in the sort of like holster it's a bit like a stocks 
and it goes down and quick as you please uh, cuts off the head uh, and the important thing is you don't need a skilled axman so it's cheap to set up so you don't need to basically you know you're cheating the uh, it's the argument is that uh, anyone of any class can now get a quick clean death if they're being executed and it's a lot more you know compassionate than than the gallows so um it was uh, due to be trialed out yesterday evening. There was a trio of merchants who were um, sentenced uh, in the proper courts of justice for um, hoarding, uh, food hoarding, which of course is a capital crime mm-hmm. in these times. And they, they were due to be executed. Um, and the guillotine had been, Madame Guillotine's machine had been set up in advance and they set up and the uh, militia set up the trial there with their own judge or someone calling a judge and oh. sentenced them one by one for treason and dragged them all up to the machine Fuck. and cut off their heads. Fucking shit bollocks. There's a... Uh, don't get me wrong, there's a lot more oristos in the prisons and they're all calling for them to come out and now the assembly is very much putting a halt to the trials until we can put together a more secure transport. But um, obviously most of us, and gestures from himself to his, uh, to his companion, and she nods, we've all been called to the front, to the north. Yes. So, um, not a hundred percent sure what's going to happen. Well, great. We've no time to lose, then. Yeah, we need to get there right now. Oh, the, to where, if you don't mind asking? The, um, the courts. Ah, uh, you will have uh, just missed the assembly session for today's a uh, finish up. Okay. Well, uh, I'll uh, open the gates. Mm, makes a little green in the gills. Uh, um, Regent, uh, sorry. Uh, the revolution, I suppose, be with you. Or whatever it is these days. Whatever they are calling it in the voice of liberty. Same. Same to you. He nods and waves you through. Oh, this might make things very hard. As you look at, as you walk through the gates, there are a number of these plain-clothed militia that glance down at you. <coughs> uh, some of the soldiers are looking kind of uncomfortable. Like one of them, who's just sort of having a pipe, glances at you as you go past, and there's you can feel there's a lot of eyes on you as you just make your way through. We're back sooner than we had any right to be. Yeah, but don't make a big thing of it. I'm not, but my point being is that um, not a moment too soon, it would seem. Yeah, also, um, just be careful about naming where we are before we're there. Yeah. Not a word. Okay. You're heading to the straight to the courts? Yeah. And indeed you yeah. do. It's a straight route up the main street. And there is a t- 
There are still people around, but there is a tens palpable tension in the air. A lot of people are watching each other carefully. The only people who don't uh, seem to be watching themselves carefully are one slightly rowdy group of men and women dressed in with the tricolor cocaines uh, who uh, come down, the, who, who march down the street, some of them with guns, many of them drinking, and they just seem to salute anyone they pass and go, Long live the revolution! Yeah! Colson sort of half-heartedly raises a fist. The Leah does the same. Uh. One of them who's got slightly swaying on their bottle put leans onto her sort of uh well you lean forward and put your forearms on your the top on your thighs and goes What's about you little haunt one? What about me? Do you suppose your revolution? Mate, I started it. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis one. Come on! <laughs> And they, ch- and they carry Cestia on the just way. quietly loses it and has a little meltdown <laughs> after that scenario, and lights off pipe of opium and just pipe of opium and just sort of giggles and coughs into it for the next few minutes. You make your way to the uh, courts of justice, where you do note outside the courts of justice at this point are only national guard troops, uh, and you can see that they've been giving some looks at the groups and militia going by they see you approach and some of them recognizing you give a short salute the one at the door actually does, has seen you before and salutes you opens up the door and actually says to you if you are uh, looking for a uh, president so that uh, this assembly just uh, uh, has just finished convening is most likely uh, in his offices thank you thank you as you nod and you make your way inside. Oh, uh, nice to know they can't see us. Yes, rather. Yeah. Leah exhales a little. Uh, yeah. Hmm. You make your way through towards the back parts of the uh, courts of justice. You can see there is one corridor where there is a rope across it. Just a red little velvet rope across it, but there are a number of guards down that corridor. And you recall it leads off to some palace, uh, some of the apartments. Mm. And uh, they just sort of watch you as you go by. And these guards are a little more alert and armed than usual. Mm, That'd be where the king is, won't it? Oh, yeah. Would make sense. Still hanging around. I mean, he's got to be somewhere, hasn't he? Absolutely. And after what happened in uh, Treachery, I imagine wherever he is, it's under very close guard. Oh, yeah. I'd have increased the guard. (laughs) Yep. So you make your way past. uh, And... As you, and you're sort of let through by the guards who recognise you up until you get towards the back. As you're getting to, uh, down the corridor that leads up towards Savat's office, you can hear the shouting. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Jack, 
Jacqueline, we have been through this. You need to keep your dogs in line. They are not my dogs. You know what I mean. The militia, I ha will not deny that I have friends in the militia, but those citizens acted of their own initiative. I can try to calm them down, but they, they did what they saw as being the right thing, punishing the aristos who put us in this mess through the years of mismanagement of this country. Look, what they see as right is neither law nor justice. Perhaps not law, Jean-Paul. Regardless, Jacqueline, it must stop. I will not tolerate these lynch mob trials. And if I have to, I will use what I have left of the National Guard here to thresh their ranks for anyone who will take the law into their own hands. Even you, Jacqueline, no one is above the law. So at this point uh, that you they seem to hear your footsteps. Who is there? Um, hello, it's Celestia Scamp and Corzin. You step around the corner. Oh, good to see you. The pair of them are looking a little warm. Jacqueline's Jacqueline has the look uh, has a sort of hard expression to her eyes, and she's she has the look of someone who's be, who's had a long night and a long day. Savat is looking downright haggard. He has bags under his eyes, and, he, and he's got a two-day growth of beard. <sighs> Good to see you. Good to see you too. Hello. Rubs his uh, chin for a moment. <laughs> Sorry, um, you can see his necktie is, uh, he's got a little bit of a tie, which, uh, a necktie which is undone. A uh, bit out of shape at the moment. Actually due a visit from my barber this evening. Sounds like you've been pretty busy. You have more important things to worry about, darling. Oh, don't tell me about it. Still, you know what they say is, yeah, they do. I believe the Ferocians say that a good shave is as good as a rest. I believe we have a conversation to have. Were you successful? Yes. Um, On uh, one side we were. Hence how it goes here, obviously. He knows. Jacqueline, um, would you mind? Of course. She... Pulls out a chair, stands up, gives a short nod to Savat to the party, picks up her bag and steps off, walks down the corridor. Uh, it is late. I should head home. Um, let's talk about the sensitive stuff, Infamate. Anything sensitive here? Mm -hmm. And then... Walk, uh, we'll talk about anything else walking back, if that's alright. I should 
It is late and I should get home. Um, I'm really worried about being seen by somebody in particular, and would really rather do anything sensitive in a place that's proofed. All right. Well... I was actually going to ask if you wouldn't mind just staying here. Yes, certainly, certainly. I, I can understand. We'll have the usual apartment made up for you. Thank you. Um, I mean, if you're worried about you specifically, I might... I think the mages have some juice left, as it were. I might be able to spring you in non-detection. Uh, there's a spell oh, that I mean... can uh, proof someone for, the, for about eight hours against uh, yes, divination. Yes, that would be wonderful. Of course. Thank uh, you. We'll um, come with me. We'll, we'll we'll head up to the. Uh, you know what? I'll just send someone. Calls into the guards. Uh, could you see if one of the mages is free to put a non-detection on someone, please? Thank you. Thank you. I, I wouldn't normally be bothered, but um. No, no, I understand. He uh, closed the door. Let's uh, talk for a bit. Although I honestly would appreciate the company going home. <laughs> Are you worried about being yeah. attacked? Um, are you are you being guarded by anyone else going yes, home? Yes, yes. I have a couple of guards. That, I have some guards that come with me, and I, there's an escort out that uh, maintains a patrol outside Happy my house. Happy to be more people, though. That's fine. Sensible, yes. Mm. Hmm. Um, why are those heads on the wall still? Oh, by the regent. I don't know if you've heard about the... Impromptu murders. trial. Murders. Hmm. Let's call them what they are. Those were murders. Yes, they are, because they haven't gone through the trial. Whether we would have found them guilty or not... I doesn't mean, matter. That was murder. One of the points of the treaty was guaranteed trials, and I can't pretend I'm not worried about that. Well, Guaranteed proper trials. Still a few hundred more of them left, which are the ones I'm trying to keep alive. At least yeah. until we can get a trial done. Oh, speaking of which, um, I've got the treaty there. Yeah, you're Mind not going just, to like uh, everything. He takes uh, five minutes to read through it. Okay. You're going to have... Pro okay, this is going to be a hard one in places, but I think we can get it through. It's honestly the most we could manage. It's fine. Well, we'll need to do it in tomorrow's assembly. I'll make leave a note with uh, one of the secretaries to put it in the minutes, mm -hmm. uh, in the agenda. Uh, top of the agenda, in fact. I'll uh, be able to argue the case. I'll probably call you in as expert witnesses. Yeah, uh, to, that's fine. To, make the, to assist me in making the point. So, fortunately, we're still... The, the Academy uh, faction is still able to hold up against the... Uh, against Josephine's bourgeoisie. There are, um, I'd say we have about even numbers loyal to us in the house, with the remainder being split between the dwindling influence of the capitalists and, of course, those who are more loyal to the military. I don't think the military's got a terrible time in this. No, no, it looks like they've, they should be reasonably happy with this, actually. I hope so. They won't be What's happy the situation about the on the ground here, though? There seems to be a lot of um, unrest between um, various different factions of the revolution. Well, it all, that's sort of the thing, unfortunately. Jacqueline's 
They're not all Jacqueline's, but they'd be lying if I said she uh, didn't have a sway with them. The... They call themselves the... The militia, or the citizens of liberty, or the army of the revolution. We had to draft more of them in when we sent the guard, the trained soldiers, north. We had to, because we needed soldiers we could rely on in the north, where the front is. Mistson's gone up to take care of that situation, and thank you again. I was going to ask, is he... Yeah. Quite all right. Oh, we never explained that, did we? Yes, we should probably uh, explain that. But to be honest, I think um, the uh, the treaty has to take precedent yes. for now. He's alive. Yes. He's yes. He, he's doing what he needs to do. That might be a conversation for tomorrow. There will be a full report as promised. <laughs> Regardless, with the soldiers more with the with the militia. In number, they've started to throw their weight around in places. And then there's that bloody newspaper. Hmm? Which newspaper? There's a new re- the new newspaper, Voice of the Revolution. Some are calling it the Voice of Liberty. It's, hmm. uh, I don't know who in the bloody hell is printing it. But someone is printing it, and it's... Well, it, as far as Jacqueline's bourgeoisie are concerned, and let's be blunt here, they are largely make up the townsfolk, everyone who's dispossessed, and of course, anyone who under the current voting system doesn't have enough income to, to get uh, to count as an active citizen with a vote in electing representatives. It's singing, it is preaching to that choir. It is praising the revolution. It's calling for it to spread, demanding an end to nobility and aristocracy, a great levelling. I mean, whilst that would be lovely, how are they proposing we do this? How do you imagine? Lots and lots of murder. At the end so, of the musket. We are maintaining a we are maintaining we still maintain a majority with the capitalists and the military on side in the assembly, or at least we maintain enough to hold against those who lean towards Jacqueline's views. So she is no longer, so although, so she may well have something of a plurality, but it's collected, but it's matched by the academics and we're able to keep the rest in play. Jacqueline's still one of the biggest voices in the government, though. Yes. If, if you're um, at loggerheads with each other, as you increasingly seem to be, then that's something that needs to be addressed at, uh, at the highest level. It if does. Jacqueline has enough sway with, um, the common people then but I we've got to find s- I can't imprison her without trial I can't get rid of her without very solid evidence of misdeed that she has committed personally 
I because, wasn't suggesting you do anything of the sort. Because if I did, the streets will rise up. It would be very no doubt. So, we need to find some way to at least make the uh, the treaty that we've uh, negotiated, as it stands, palatable to her at least for now. I think none we can. It, none of it can be changed. There's a lot about the nobility that she won't like. No, and looking through it. The military will be on side, generally. They won't be happy about the commission restoration, but, but they'll enjoy the guaranteed ministerial seat. The capitalists will be about half and half, I'd say. They're happy that they'll have still have their, their vote and that their towns haven't lost power through the restoration of the, of, uh, the uh, old serfdom system, but they won't be happy about the losses to tax that we're going to see because they're going to have to put their own money in. The uh, of course, where my my faction is all on board. We're not terribly happy about the tax, but this is a stable, or it's going to. It's this promises stable stable government and orderly transition with still good representation. The bourgeoisie yeah, are going to be the hard ones. They'll be happy to have peace. They'll be happy that we didn't give in on serfdom or any restrictions of liberty. They won't be happy about the privileges. That the that are still being kept, and they won't, and they're still angry that we haven't extended the the suffrage. Uh, we haven't extended uh, suffrage to everyone, and they're still. And of course, a lot of these statements reinforce that uh, the regency is the state religion. Yeah, you try and sell that to that room. No, I understand you. Frankly, looking at what you didn't concede, well done. Thank you. I think I thought the best you might have had to give up more. The best way that we can sell this then to the people who are going to be disenfranchised or dissatisfied with it is that at least, at the very least, with the situation as it stands with this treaty, they have... Uh, a place at the table in order to try and influence things towards the way they want. I but think for now, short-term gain is far more important. Exactly. Peace. I think we sell it to them as step one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's how we have to. We work towards religious freedom. We work towards the vote for everybody. Keep those arguments for tomorrow. I'll need them. I'll, the I'll, trouble I'll need is them that we might want to consider is that under this treaty, quite a lot of the militia are going to be on trial they've broken laws they unlawfully murdered someone yes yep. those who were responsible but that's fine we can I'm going to be very blunt it is up to us when we enforce that I would like to enforce that particular justice once the front to the north is more stable and I can bring back the army because then we will have the numbers to arrest actually deal those with responsible. It. Mm. I warn you that right now it looks like you condone the murders and that it's fine. The assembly has roundly denounced them. And yet the heads are on the wall. You need to deal with that. Yes, we do. It won't be popular, but I'm going to have to send some of the guard to take those down. 
And we'll just have to fight back against the consequences. Would you like them to disappear in the night, or is that worse? <laughs> that... I would count that as a small personal favour. Mm, potentially could be arranged. Still, try not to get caught. Best leave them with a mystery rather than a um, mm. an out-and-out out, uh, thing to get annoyed about. And, that would be, and it would ease my conscience to know I'm not potentially sending soldiers of the National Guard into a bloodbath. Mm. There's been far too many of those already. Provided, well, I think you've proved your capabilities, and he looks down at the, the copy of the treaty in front of him, more than enough. Thanks. He looks to Celestia. I'll keep hold of this treaty, this copy of the treaty. We have another. Thank you. He looks to cause it. Hold on to that one for safety. Yeah, best with my life. both in the same place. <laughs> and in fact, I think I might take this one home with me just to be safe. And please, Fair. for the love of the regent, be safe. Well, I'll be quite happy to have you come with me. And in fact, if there's anything, unless if you want to talk about anything more sensitive, I'd say now, but for the moment I would appreciate some perhaps some lighter travel chatter on the way back. Ah! And, actually, your footsteps come in. A uh, brown-haired woman in a military uniform with the epaulettes mocking a mage and arrives, salutes. <clears throat> uh, Monsieur President, uh, if you could uh, cast a non-detection, please. Thank you. She takes out a series of three rods with differently coloured metal uh, points on them. Takes a minute to adjust them. Put are they little stands and put. Could I, uh, if I could ask you to stand up and just go in the centre there. Yeah. She places course. them around you. Chants. Not really so much words. What seems like very specific syllables, or with a with a degree of mathematical precision adjust them and you feel something settle around you and done she collects up the rods thank you very much that is quite all right you should uh, you will be good for the next eight hours thank you very much you know if there's unless there's anything else good evening thank you that's a great favor she steps out and leaves oh, I can go for a walk how much is widely known of the uh, events with the king in treachery? More, well, unfortunately, I I told the uh, inquirer to put that under a uh, block. Who's talking right now? I've got confused. Sorry, I accidentally stated I was in the wrong voice. <clears throat> yeah, you're in the wrong accent. I was just going. Sorry, I was. Yeah. I, I was still, I was still like, in the same place the as the friend. Yeah, the maid's gone. <laughs> well, there we go. I told the inquirer to. Put, I, obviously, I put a block on it on the inquirer. Had, um, had Giselle Q carefully control that, but that's where the voice of liberty came in. 
I mean, privately. It was very funny. He toasted himself. What? <laughs> he stood he up and went, To the right, king! <laughs> right in the middle of a bar full of people. In a crowded pub. I mean... It was a little obvious after it was, that. It was sort wow. of amazing. <laughs> I just... That's... I didn't know if you knew, and I thought you might want to treasure the image. <laughs> that is a... I swear, that is a mental image that I'm going to take with me laughing to my grave. That's... Yes, I mean, <laughs> that man ruled the country at one stage and we're wondering why we're so fucked. <laughs> well, if ever you needed a, a reason, but um, I have to ask, what of his family? All, all of them are currently being kept under guard here in the courts. It's the most secure place we have that's definitely under our control. Good. And... Uh, a trial will be scheduled for himself, for the king. It when it will be scheduled, gone. we don't know. It is perhaps worth noting that when we spoke to some of the uh, the aristocracy and the clergy, their take on the whole situation with the, uh, the king was that... Well, especially from the, uh, from the religious angle, if the king... Uh, rules or has any uh, power f derived from the regent, it's more that it's the family. Oh yeah, that's that part is... of the treaty. So what you're yes. saying is the nobles and the clergy don't mind if we have a girl queen? No, not at all. Rather than that. It would okay. seem not. <sighs> Brutal, it, but understandable. It can be an heir. Fine. Well, also, an heir is more arguably a clean slate, although I'm not quite sure how compliant an heir whose father was literally executed by the previous government is going to be. Neither do mm. I, but... Well, it's all in the treaty. We've talked about them being a figurehead rather we know, than... We know how to argue it, at least. Um, just, I mean, one more quick thing before we leave and talk about normal stuff. Um, don't suppose you've heard about what's been happening in Vondion. Any word? Jacqueline has uh, since given me, brought me some word from her spies there, and I, of course, have the military reports. The front has been pushed, has been being pushed back. Uh, although, that's currently reached a. Well, we were having some excellent news about pushing forwards, but uh, actually, in the last few days, the Royalist uh, troops have been pushing back again. It seems that uh, we there was a sniper who'd been taking out key members of their of their uh, officers who right. ceased operating. Ah, yes, the wraith. That was the word. And since then, they've been able to start mantering an effective counter. I imagine, though, once once we send to them to confirm the ratification of the treaty, both sides will be able to bring to a ceasefire and remobilize our troops to the north where they're needed. Let's hope it works. Suffice to say, you... Well... If you have any uh, envoys from the Underdark, treat them with the utmost suspicion. Oh, don't trust them as far as you can throw them. They're not on your side anyway. 
Mm. The envoy to the Underdark classically worked for the king. I believe exactly. she was. I believe she went off to the royalist after, royalists after he discharged the. Yeah, and went on a little killing spree the other night. Interesting. Mm. I got yes. shot here and here. <laughs> they murdered citizens within Vondion. Yeah. So that reaches over his desk, assumingly, assuming you sat back down last year, and puts a hand just hovering over yours. I nod, and it's sort of a question. Puts a hand on it. Puts a hand on on it, on yours. Looks into your eyes and smiles and nods. Sounds like you have prior experience with this with these people. Um. Yeah, a lot. Well, let's hope you don't have to run into them again. Yeah, the um. The family name is Rothwell. If anyone turns up, just a don't trust them, and b let me know if you could. Right. And um. Yes. Of course, you are welcome to stay within the Sanctum Departments here, as long Thanks. as you need. And of course, for the next eight hours. That would be most helpful. Actually, really lovely. Well, uh, I am looking forward to getting back to my bath and my shave. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you need to sleep. You look like you're dead. Charming. <laughs> he gets up. Oh. I will walk with you if. No, come on, you're all welcome. Yeah, let's walk. All of it. Is he wearing armor of any kind? No, he's a civilian. Then I, then I will cast mage armor. <laughs> Ooh. Just in case. It'll just help a bit. Kind of. Twists it, moves his hand for a moment. Oh, my skin feels strangely leathery. It oh. does that. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, then. You make your way out of the courts. As you go, you turn around and head up towards Regent's Bridge. There are uh, You are accompanied by uh, four members of the National Guard who come with you. Uh, as part of Savatset standard escort, and uh, do they the... look trustworthy? I'm so worried he's going to be assassinated. No, Roll an too. insight check. <laughs> Can I do one as well? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that'd be alright. Oh, um, thirteen for me. That is a dirty twenty. They are all quite solidly professional-looking soldiers, but every now and again. Uh, as you're walking, uh, Savat will idly uh, ch- uh, chat to them, just asking how their brother is doing, or their, ch- or whether, uh, or how their daughter is doing. It looks like he knows each of them personally. Okay. And they seem to all know him. Good. The um, you do carry on, uh, however, and as you go up the Regent's Bridge. Uh, there is a moment where you see a figure that you hadn't actually uh, seen for a little while uh, of a 
blonde halfling uh, girl. What's on the revolution? One cuppa. Yeah, go on, I'll have one. Matt rolls his eyes and you toss her a cuppa. Thank you very much. Passes it and seeing the soldiers kind of picks up her stack of newspapers and scurries on. Uh, and you kind of look at the uh, you look at the headline. Justice for 30 Aristos. Oh, fuck. There were 30 of them. So that nods. Oh, dear. That was the full number they managed to intercept. There's a piece on the... uh, uh, Talking about the uh, justice served in uh, the Baker Square trials. How the... uh, And also a small complimentary note on Madame Guillotine's new invention and how it should be standardised. Great. So that, reading of each other says... You know, of all things, that's the that's probably the only part of it that's actually good news. Yeah, how is that the least creepy of all of this? Hmm. That's the least creepy thing in this newspaper. Honestly, have you watched it? Have you watched a hanging before? Yes, yeah. many times. Yeah. It is an improvement. You say you don't know who's doing this paper. No. Do you know where it's being printed or anything no. about it? And Must be within the city. Indeed, that seems likely. And of course, Jacqueline says her spies have not found anything. Mm. Is that something that your spell could do? The one that sees an object's history? Oh, maybe. That's not a bad idea, actually. Oh, I've heard about that. Um, that is not a bad idea. I, All of our... Most of our diviners are off at the front, but... I can do that stuff. Interesting. That could be very useful. Yeah, happily. All right. Um, and do it today if you want. Yes, I mean... Um, or tomorrow. That takes a while to cast, doesn't it? Probably. 20 minutes. Probably do it when you're back at the... Uh, yeah, when, you, when you've settled down for a bit, but... Great. I'll be happy to hear the news, the news on that tomorrow. Ugh. There's most of the paper. It's actually quite a thin paper, and it just seems to put a very solid spin on much of the things you would expect. There is a great deal of praise for the National Guard and encouraging more of them to be sent to the front Hmm. to valiantly defend the nation and to press forward and spread the fires of liberty to the rest of the world. You head up through along past the corn exchange and up towards the houses. Uh, They're sort of quite nice townhouses just south of the university. They're a little eager to start another revolution before the first one's fully um, succeeded. Popular rhetoric, isn't it, at the very least? (laughs) Hmm. But, Wouldn't yeah, it be nice if it was someone noble making this paper? That's a good way to discredit it. That would be fantastic. Oh. Although they might be, that might be a little bit uh, like a pig uh, voting for the uh, a pig campaigning for the spread of slaughterhouses. Mm. If the pig this, knew it wasn't going this... to be taken itself, maybe it would. You know. True. True. 
This paper seems to be a quite big threat to everything actually working. Hmm. Now that is a view. Well, mm. finding out who is responsible for it is the first step. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. And uh, as you discuss, you, you come towards the street, which is um, uh, which is a row of three-story houses. And you can oh, see... I'm looking for assassins yeah, everywhere. Same. Roll a perception check if you want. Yes, yes. There's lots of high yeah, buildings and just, we don't know where your brother is. Like walking the president home is just like a bit much for me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's 18. Okay. 18. Celestine? Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, you. There is a point where one of uh, where there are a crowd of rowdy uh, soldiers going by. There's uh, not soldiers, militia going by where they wait. So that smoothly takes a detour to avoid them. Uh, you see a halfling pissing in an alleyway at one point. So uh, uh, there, there is a, uh, there is another one pushing a small uh, sort of wheelbarrow of some roasted nuts. Oh, I'm hungry. Do you want some nuts? Yes. I get them. So that puts her back. Thank you. My treat. Ah. And, pays for, and pays for a cone of roast nuts for everyone. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. Not at all. Well, you've you know certainly done well enough and we'll talk, and speaking of which, we'll... Um, talk about payment in the morning as well oh thank you much obliged to you there we are, of course uh, home sweet home it looks up and you can see uh savant's house is one of the three-story sort of you know brownstone uh type uh buildings it's a kind of terraced townhouse and it's uh it's got a quite a nice sort of heavy stone portico black door um yeah go on it is number 10 Along the street. No. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, and you know what? Sort of. That's it. super dumb, and I we're, love it. We're gonna say <laughs> we're gonna say it's Downward Street. <laughs> love That's it. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, nice that someone competent lives there for once. I know. Hey. Fucking change, isn't it? Oh my god, what's going to be happening politically by the time this episode comes out? Who knows? Ooh, I always have a. Yeah. If we think, if we talk about politics while we're recording an episode, I just have like a tiny heart attack. Yeah. I think what's going to be happening in six weeks <laughs> when this comes out? It's just like it's not a good feeling. Anyway, carry on. so um, and you can see there are, there is a group of six uh, National Guard soldiers already on the gate as they approach. Um, uh, as you approach, so that uh, shakes the, uh, uh, one of their hands. Uh, Marisha, good to see you. So, they salute to the other four, who nod smartly and turn, make their own, begin marching up the street to make their own way back. So that looks back at the door. Right. I need to go take a bath. Thank you. Personally and on behalf of the assembly. Tomorrow we're going to take this in to the uh, to the convention and we are going to make peace. Let's hope so. Okay. Stay safe. He shakes each of your hands. Alright. Oh! Shep rubs his cheek for a moment and then goes upstairs. The door closes. The soldiers shuffle in position, adjusting their muskets. 
I have such a bad feeling and I don't know why. I know, I don't want to leave him. Fuck all we can really I'll do. Ask, um, I'll ask one of the uh, soldiers, is this place sanctumed? Ah, yes, we start, uh, we, uh, uh, sorry, <clears throat> ah, yes. Uh, actually, uh, Marisha says, uh, yes, we uh, sanctumed, uh, uh, we had the location sanctumed. Uh, there's our mate who comes by and does it every morning. All right, well, that's something at least. Indeed. It's fine. We've we've maintained this vigil most nights. Hmm. I would like to cast detect thoughts and just do a general jump around all the soldiers' heads and see if I hear anything weird. Okay. Just right, um, gesture behind your back and. Do I see? Let's let's do this. Um. I mean, how much are you hiding it from the soldiers? Oh, like trying to hide it from the soldiers, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But you're not really hiding it from the rest of the party, so I'll see. Yeah, I'll say you see Celestia move her hands. All right. In which back. case, I will. Um, I will ask the soldiers: Have there been any um, uh, attempts to strike at Sabat directly from these uh, militia types? No, thank the regent. And you hear and think. Uh, you hear her think. Although, I've got to say, at this point, it feels like it's only a matter of time. But, uh, we maintain a pretty constant vigil, and of course, she taps the bell at her, uh, at her uh, belt. We can always call for help for more, uh, from more members if needed. You hear another of them think. Uh, another one, one of them thinks. Yes. But any moment, but it's all boiling to a head, and there aren't enough of us to man everywhere. Sooner or later, they're going to cause a, they're going to cause a riot, and we're going to be needed. Mm. Don't worry, says Marisha. We'll, we, we. <sighs> I know things are tense right now, but. They're all right. We'll, we'll, we will uh, keep this watch. Savat has selected everyone specially. We all know to him, and we've all, and he knows all of us. Right. Good. It's about this point that um, a uh, halfling woman uh, with blonde ringlets uh, carrying a heavy leather bag starts coming up the street walking towards the door one of the uh, soldiers holds up a hand Alt! Uh, may I uh, uh, who are you? Uh, uh, hello I'm looking to get to uh, I am uh, Monsieur uh, President uh, Barbet have I still got to take thoughts up. Uh, roll a d10, and we'll see how many how many how many rounds you got. If left. not, I'll recast it. But... Uh, it's probably going to be less than five. Two. Okay, you got two two rounds left. Um, I'd like to do it on here. Okay. Uh, she thinks. Yeah, no. Uh, the, the the guard says, uh, "Can I look in your bag?" Thinks, of course. She thinks, all right. Here we go. Open the back. They're on the barber's tools. Max down, and indeed there are a section of barber's tools inside. I'd like to probe deeper. 
Okay. She gets, uh, let me just remind myself what save she gets. Um, I think it's wisdom. Wisdom, yeah, wisdom feels right for the initial, then it's intelligence after that. Yeah. Uh, so it's the. Det- um, oh. Where are my spells? Hang on, I've got notes on what save everything. We've done this enough times that I should just remember sec. it. No, what time right. of night is it? Wisdom. Uh, it is late evening, like about 10 o'clock. Okay, a bit yes. late for a barber to be arriving then. It's wisdom. I mean, but he did say she was coming. True. Uh, you try and force in, and sudden, and she frowns and <laughs> pushes you out. How does it feel like I could do anything about that? Uh, it... I mean, you need to be aware that she's doing it. Is the problem? I mean, I guess you've not. Yeah, they know that I'm you're doing doing, it, doing something. So I guess yeah, you get your you get a tingling. I'm gonna do it because I don't trust anyone. <laughs> Minus one. That's not one. Minus one. Still, pff, just manages to hold up against the rolled high. Um, um, so I had two rounds left. That was two rounds. Can I recast? Uh, I'm pretty sure you can recast. Although I'm pretty sure if they succeed the now, spellings, so as uh, the spell breaks and they go, at that point over the uh, soldier goes, all right. Uh, off you go. And the barber closes the bag, nods. Do I, do, do I suspect them? Like, do they I mean, roll like an insight the... check. Yeah, yeah, if you want. Can I also? You can roll an insight check, sure. I'm going to study tides this because I'm so Might nervous. Well. 14 from me. Uh, 22. Okay, you look her up and down. Uh, Six, yeah. Like, she's got, yeah, got whole, she's just closing up the, the barber's bag, stepping up. Uh, to Halfling woman, blonde hair and ringlets, blue eyes, one mole. There's a mole under her lips. She's wearing a white barber's coat, you know, the type that button up solidly. She's got the Wait. bag is quite similar to a doctor's bag. She opens the door, so, yeah. steps in. Wait, wait, wait. Well, no, I don't know. If I've got any doubt, I want to get in the way. Uh. Do right, I do, do I doubt do, her? I mean, with the insight check, nothing yeah. comes up, but. <laughs> That description. If that description is pinging up something, I for don't you remember as a player, anything. So please help me out as a player, guys. If uh, something is so say point, it again and let me check my yeah. notes. Don't as you are, me. as you are thinking about this, though. Uh, I mean, it's, a, I would like to be caught up as a player. No, uh, this no, is something it, it, you need to work out. Right, say not, the description again. Sorry, you. I no, I, I was not. You went too fast with the description. I did not. Okay, so the description, as I said, is, uh, <laughs> she's a blonde half, a half thing with blonde hair and ringlets, blue eyes, a mole under one lip, wearing a white barber's coat with a tight that buttons up uh, on one side, and she's got a leather bag similar to a doctor's bag full of barber's tools. She steps up uh, and goes through. There's nothing about her demeanor that indicates she's anything other than a barber. She's definitely not the scalpel, is she? You've met the scalpel. Uh, she is a human woman. I thought she. I thought she had dark hair as well. Yeah. That Probably sounded a bit like the description you gave of one of the heads on the wall. At this point, uh, you hear a ringing sound, ding, 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 as a member of the National Guard runs in. <laughs> all hands! All hands! He says to the guards. Okay, this is a coincidence. I'm on, going in the house. On the door. Uh, shit, the militia are forming a mob at the corn exchange that was uh, trying to arrest the merchants for hoarding. Oh, fuck. what about... The guards go, the fuck, fuck, fuck. We need everyone we can. To, uh, can. Come on! They swear and stop breaking into a run and <laughs> you are left in an empty street. 
We need to get in. I'm going in the house. Uh, I've done this, so but I will note it to the others. I have just turned an egg timer. Okay. So you okay? You look at you. you, uh, So you go up and you you turn on the pull on the door. The latch has been closed. Message to that. Warn him. So that. Oh, it's proofed. It's fucking proofed. That's fuck. We need to open uh, the door. Yeah, Can you break this door open? Up to you. Do you want to break the door I'm open? Yeah. Still trying to okay. break my How do you want to break notes? the door open? I fucking kick it. Okay, give me another. No, I do. Check. I do a thunder wave. Ah! <laughs> open the door. Roll damage. Um, hang on. I'm worried about this egg timer with finding dice for damage. Are the like, windows um, upstairs? There are upstairs damage. windows. Uh, I would like to. Cast fly and go up to the window. You go up to the window. Uh, through the third story window, you can see uh, looking for a light on. that there is indeed a light on. And sorry, I'm just finding thunderwave damage for you. Uh, it's four damage. Four, I checked. Okay, four damage. <clears throat> it's enough that it cracks the door, but it's not enough to get through the uh, latch. It needs more. Sorry, not quite enough damage. You can see Savat is uh, has run himself a bath. Uh, has had a bath. Uh, uh, actually, no. He's, he, he's. You can see he's preparing a, a bath and has taken his shirt off and is sitting down. He's got a cup of tea next to him. The Let me opens, know when I've got another action. And you see <laughs> the barber enter in. You now have another action. Yeah. I dimension like... door in between him and the barber. Okay. You try and dimension door in. Oh, now I know that I can't do that. <laughs> I've never tried. And suddenly, it is like your your sense just hits a <clears throat> solid brick wall. I would like to kick the fucking door open. Okay, give me an athletics yeah, can check. Yeah, I assist Celestia? Both of you give me an athletics check. Just, or, or one with an advantage, either way. Uh, yeah, both of I've said. It's a 15, 16 from me. Okay, from okay. above, you see the moment, uh, so at the same moment that the door kicks in, and there's the heavy boom, so that so it tilts, look, suddenly pokes up, looks behind at what's going on, and the uh, in the same moment, the uh, barber reaches into the bag, pulls out a length of cheese wire on two handles, and wraps it round its throat. I think that means we're going to need to roll initiative, but that is something we can do after these, no doubt important, messages. And now for a word from our friends, the Dice Girls. The Dice Girls may not know what we're doing, but we're sure having a lot of fun doing it. Do my bagpipes have, like, attack damage? If I take out my bow, <laughs> could I miss and hit Trigus? If you roll bad enough! <laughs> have we been able to see the whole time? <laughs> you have dark vision! Surprise! What ho, ugly creature? Don't, don't mind him. Everyone's dying around me, but I can't hit anything! Are you guys gonna be okay? Honestly, I think the answer to that is always no. <laughs> Who are you? I'm just some riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything particularly special. <laughs> we are the Dice Girls. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I rolled a four. We're going to die. There's nothing so invigorating as a good shave. Except, perhaps, listening to flintlocks and fireballs. And after I enjoy Flintlocks and Fireballs, I like to like, rate, share, and subscribe, and tell my friends. Although on this occasion, this may prove to be a closer shave than I'd bargained for. And welcome back. 
Okay, so, uh, with that in mind, everyone except Leo, who is uh, actually currently back at the apartment, because uh, I realise I've wonder. completely forgotten about her during this whole time, so she's, she's decided to turn <laughs> So did in, we, it's fine. Yes, decided to turn in for an early night. Uh, everyone else, roll initiative. Oh. Uh, he's still got major armor up. He does. I rolled a one. Just that 20. is a 15. Okay, so... Uh, so One from Scamp. Uh, dirty 20 from Corzin. And uh, 15 from Celestia. Okay, going to roll for those two as well. Okay. Uh, the barber rolled what they rolled and that means okay the uh, start of the co- I mean, start of combat three, then as though that makes a difference <laughs> uh, it does not for the purposes of this <laughs> uh, although I will roll oh actually no no it does you go before Savat <laughs> um, great <laughs> yeah who is currently... He's great in a fight, I imagine. <laughs> uh, not with his shirt off, no weapons on him, about to go into a bath, well, and exactly. currently being garroted. Yeah. But mage armoured, at least. Yes, but at least mage armoured. Uh, however, the gr- uh, okay, so the assassin goes first. Uh, they have now... Gar- you, you watch through the window as they are, as they pull the garrot around Savat's neck. He chokes... Unable Is this to an make attack a sound. roll that I can do anything about? Uh, it's not an attack. Uh, so uh, the the garot was already on from their surprise round, but I will do another attack for them to see damage. So uh, it's not an attack roll that's low enough for you to do anything about, unfortunately. Okay. So I'm going to roll damage for the garot. They get to apply the sneak attack damage, and the answer that is also choking. Ugh. Uh. Okay, so one, and then let me just do that. Oh, let's, no, let's not lose uh, dice to the floor here. And then we're also going to apply sneak attack. Nope. Uh, okay, so, so that takes a total of five, ten... Oh. 20 points of damage as, for, as the garrot begins crushing his windpipe. Uh, okay. And he is one and he's currently choking. Uh, the assassin has not yet noticed uh, you outside the window or anything else. Uh, but hearing the door crack in, she uh, is gonna hold holding the garrot shut. Uh, re- uh, reaches one hand. In, actually, no. She's using both hands to hold the girl, but the bag is by her side. Uh, I think that is all she's going to focus on this turn because she has. Yeah, no. She's stuck with the girl for that action. All right. Next up, Corzin. Okay. Can I get upstairs? Yeah, uh, I will to say where this is uh, you'll have to double dash, but you can get up to uh, where. You can, uh, you, you can get up the stairs towards the one room with the light on. Most of the house is dark. Uh, so you <laughs> you rush up and you get as far as the door. I'm going to say you are able to get the door open. Okay, so the door isn't locked or anything good. Uh, okay. No. Uh, no, I didn't say it was, so it's not. She hasn't locked the door behind her. Uh, right. So 
that's happened. Uh, so you pull open the door, you can now see this halfling assassin who does indeed, now that you've recognized it, look exactly like one of the decapitated heads. Right, um, okay. Oh, the heads I didn't look I... at, I was never gonna notice that. Yeah. No. And, uh, and who also rolled a natural 20 on their deception check, by the way, against your insights, Ugh. sorry. Um, and yeah, they got theirs. So they have the garrote pulled tight around Savat, uh, but now they very much notice you. All right, I'm going to say, let him go! Uh, she I does not that's... comply. Uh, <laughs> Celestia. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, can I get within 90 feet without uh, dashing? Without dashing. Mm, you can get halfway up the stairs and then roll me a perception check to see if you can see them. Corzin's opened the door, hasn't he? Corzin's opened the yeah. door, but... Seven. Uh, you run halfway up. You can't see them clearly from halfway up. You're going to need to dash up to get close enough to. Is Corzin in the room? Corzin is just outside the room. You can see. You, I'll say you can see the end of the open door. How big's the room? Uh, you I don't know because like you can't see it. You haven't got scamp eye vision. Uh, uh... For those of you who have got scamp eye vision, uh, the room <laughs> is quite short. That uh, is a. Uh, I'm just going to say there's a bathtub in here. There's a chair. So it is basically. It's a very narrow space. It's about 10 foot wide uh, by 20 foot long. And there are windows on both si- on both the front and the back of the house. Um, I would like to cast Confusion where I think she is because I'm in range. Okay. Uh, pass Corzin into the room. Okay, pass Corzin into the room is your best, is your best guess. Yeah. Confusion is an area of effect spell? Yeah, it's 10 foot. Ten foot radius sphere. Yeah. Okay. You just need to be able to position it. All right. I can chuck it into a room. Yeah. You can just. Yeah. You can. You can. I'll say you can just about do it because the the way we've run this is line of intention. It. Let me just check because whether it's line of sight or line of intention because that makes a difference. Doesn't say line of sight. I did check. Yeah. Because strictly you. speaking, you're kind of casting oh, through. It a says centered on a point you choose. I'm not casting through a wall. I'm casting through an open I mean, you're door. Ca- you're casting through a floor because they're staring in the way. But yeah, like, but yeah, you can see just enough of it. Okay. If I can fine. see if the open door. If you can see the open door, you can visualize the point beyond. Uh, it's just making sure that it's not the wording is not line of sight. It says a point you choose. Point you choose. Looked. Okay. I will say that you can visualize where that is, so you can do it. Okay. So. <laughs> just through the door whether I get it yeah. on any of them is your choice uh, yeah. it's a 10 foot radius sphere so okay I'm just going to ask you to roll uh, your charisma is your casting stat so I guess we'll make it a although it's more to do with spatial placing let's call it you. yeah let's call it an intelligence check okay <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, no. you get the wrong uh, no, it's radius. Fuck, no, it'll do the room. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Radius will hit it. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit well, stupidly yeah, placed. Radius, but... radius will do it because it's such a small room. The ceiling is also really confused. Yeah, yeah the ceiling I is very I record going to do that regardless of how big the yeah, room yeah, yeah, was, just fine. as a fuck it move. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, that's a natural 19 on that wisdom saving throw. Uh, but... Actually, they got, no, that's uh, but they rolled a natural twenty before when they broke your wisdom save. So, Scamp, you have a worse than even odds chance of. Uh, actually, it might be an even odds chance of fucking with this. I think 
if you want to. In the interest of things. Yeah. Um, sold right. it. Let's try yeah. it. Let's try a different D4. Don't trust that one. <laughs> Angry at the other one. Yeah. Four. You can okay. play again. Yep. So. Nuts. I'm okay. This one That's fine. Night. Assassin is now confused. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, as is Savat. Yeah, obviously. Oh, that was the issue, don't get me wrong. Both of them sort of just like... (laughs) It was not a perfect move by any means, but it was the thing that I thought to do. Okay. (laughs) No, I mean, potentially very, very fair. Okay, Assassin is still garroting. Um, That makes... uh, So yeah, you're halfway up the stairs, Celestia. Uh, Scamp, you can see what's happening through the window. Uh, I'm going to see if I can open the window. Okay, the window is uh, latched from the inside. Uh, but it's also made of glass. Alright, well... It depends how you want to open it. Like, if you want to try and open it with your thieves' tools, it's an action, Bally. Do a check. Can I just firebolt it? You can just firebolt through a glass window. That's fine. I'm going to firebolt the window. <laughs> <laughs> Roll damage, just in case. Um, damage is lots these days. Uh... 15. Yeah, you blast open the frame, <laughs> shattering the glass. It, the The remainder of the bolt goes into the uh, into the half run bath of water, and it just pssst, bursts into steam. Uh, and I will quicken a command spell. Okay. Um, I will tell the assassin to drop. Okay. Uh, do they get a save? Yes. Yeah, they do a wisdom save. Okay. Okay, they release the gr- the garrot. Excellent. Fuck. Okay, uh, garrot released. There is now deep cut uh, red lines in Svavat's throat, but <coughs> he pull uh, reaches forwards and um, pulls the. Well, does he pull the garrot from his throat? Let's find out. <laughs> uh, he is confused. So, yeah. as I say, oh, no. definitely not a tactically perfect move, but um, it did stop everything from happening, and that's sort of all I thought yep. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, have you guys too many clears? All right. No, we just we're just yeah, suspicious. No. You're just suspicious. No, yeah. it's fine. Uh, all right. So, and then it right started happening. Yeah. As soon as Walk Me Home was a thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's fine. And then the barber uh, arrives at the same time as the alarm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's super suspicious. So that pause ineffectually so to stay the night anyway <laughs> at the assassin who kind of pulls out of the way. <laughs> so that was not successful. Uh, top of the round. Let's see what the assassin does. The assassin acts normally this turn. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. <laughs> That's so irritating. Uh, reaches into But they the... drop. That, yep. that, they they, drop, they to... drop the garrot. Mm-hmm. And then their ter- end turn. That's the end of their turn. That's what the spell does. Oh, shit. It makes you waste a turn. I forgot about that. Well, in which case... I'm not sure if you... I think you just waste the first one, don't you? Or am I going mad? No. no it drops whatever it's holding and then action. ends its turn. Yeah, because it's a... St- yeah, I'll I forget how powerful this turn. fucking spell is. Yeah, yeah, I, I cast command. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. That character, I hate that spell so much as a, as a DM. Uh, because it's, <laughs> no, I hate it. You gave it to me. I know, I hate it so, I, I did not really, I hate that spell because it's just, it, it, it's like, it's, bal- it's kind of balanced for what it is, but it's like, it's one of those ones like Tasha's Hideous Laughter. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, you like used it to throw me in a pit of spikes. True. So, so it, it goes both ways. Yeah, you this is karma. Make us all look yeah. at this is karma. Um, pain. So. Yeah, no, no, no. There is. I'm just having a dear, frustrating moment. Of fucking hell, command. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So that wastes her entire turn. Calls him. It's your Come fault. On. We trust no one. No, no, no. Okay. It's entirely fair. I'm frustrated. That's all. I know. Okay. Corson uh, is Corson. going to bound across the room, um, get it so that he's square onto the assassin, but yeah. um, uh, not between. What well, that uh, Savat oh, is not end between of her him. Turn, she makes her wisdom safe. By the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, he is going to whip out the blunderbuss with the uh, slug shot, mm. and also as a bonus action. He is going to cast Ensnaring Strike. Oh, so he yeah. hits with this. Yeah. Okay, that is a, a 25 to hit. That hits, oddly enough. And I'll roll <laughs> okay, a strength so, save. Uh, yeah, that's a, the strength save is DC 13. 13. They rolled just low enough not to make 13. <laughs> you actually blast okay, them right. 10 I'm feet away. I'm going to describe away. what happens here. Um, as uh, Corzin levels the blunderbuss, mm-hmm. the um, the ambivalent octopus sort of swirls and spirals down the end of it. As he shoots out from it, it splays out all of its um, tentacles, each one grabbing an arm, a oh. leg, a head, and pinning her to the floor. So, damage. <laughs> right, let's... Uh... That's 11, plus I think the spell itself does one. Uh, what was the spell again, was it? Uh, it's Ensnaring Strike. Ensnaring Strike, sorry, the grasping fire, that's a different one. Uh, oh yeah, while restrained by the uh, spell, the target takes uh, 1d6 piercing damage that's at the start, the start of each of turns. turns. Okay, right, fine. Cool. So how much so, damage no, do you that, do That's the just it for now. That's, um, that's 11 percussive cool. damage. And they're restrained. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they are. By an ambivalent octopus. <laughs> okay. Uh, awesome. So that's, uh, uh, I'm waiting to use that smell for so long. Oh, it's a good one, though. Yeah. Okay. So they are restrained. Speed zero. Adva- attacking creatures have advantage against them. They disadvantage on their own attacks uh, and disadvantage on deck saves. Alright. If I have any movement left, I'm going to interpose myself between them and Savat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, you do. Uh, You've blasted them. uh, I'm going to say you blast them into the bath. (laughs) And then they're (laughs) held in place. Oh, and the octopus is in the bath. By the octopus. (laughs) (laughs) They're struggling against functionally invisible to them restraint. Uh, all right. So, uh, do, 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 do. cool. All right. Uh, that's their turn. Solo assassin. Not much they can do. Uh, this is uh, so Celestia. I'm gonna come up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a start, um, I can work out. Can I see enough into the room to work out what has happened hmm. with everything? Uh, yes, you can actually. Cool. I'm going to say so that has sort of just about come to their senses because I've got to do the wisdom save as well. Um, make it. I'm going to drop the confusion, which I don't yeah. think is an action of any kind. I think I can just do that, you can can't just do I? That. Yeah. Um, and then 
you know, I think I'm just going to double dash up and also put myself in between the assassin and Savat. I think oh, that you have might enough... be my turn. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would it, would it be a I mean, I, I no, it, out. you can get into the room, but like. Oh no, I can't quite because I was ninety feet yeah. away. Sorry, I'm going mad. Well, no, you weren't. But you were, you were, you were just far enough that um, you can get into the room, but can't do the interposal. Of course, no, no, no. I'll just, I'll just get in if yeah, that's alright. I'll, I'll dash and get as far as I can. Yeah, uh, Scamp, you are flying outside. Uh, you now have a clear view of everything else oh, inside. Do I, do I still get a bonus action? Oh, you do. Sorry, my um, apologies. Could I do a healing word on Savat, please? Uh, you do. Ding. Done. So right now, the assassin is at the back of the room, tight, held in place in a bathtub. Yeah. So Savat gets six hit points. So that is near the is near the window. Uh, with is Savat naked? Uh, just the upper half. Okay. Um, you're just seeing flabby halfling belly. <laughs> oh, um, and Corzin is interposing in front of Savat, and Celestial says, "By Savat." Uh, near the entrance. I'm probably just outside the door yeah. of where I was, really, if we take into account the double yeah. dash. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, you're actually just inside the door because oh, cool. you have longer yeah. feet, longer legs than Corson. Uh, so, Scap. Um, I would like to fly into the room and put my arms under Savat's arms and yep. pick him up and say, time to go, Mr. President, and take him out the window. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take him to the roof. Yep, you do. Uh, you've got... Is there an action to pick him up? Yeah, you easily get him just straight up to the roof above, I'm assuming, so you're out of line of sight. Yeah. Okay, Mr. President is safe. <laughs> so dumb, I love it. <laughs> All right. He's going to be so confused. He needed to not be in that room anymore. Did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, top of the round. Does he do anything with his turn? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he is going to pull the garrot off his throat. You can see that the garrot has gone in a fair way. And he sort of... Oh, 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 tries to speak. Even with the healing, uh, it looks like the blade has cut a bit into some of his vocal folds. Oof. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, he, it took my whole action to get him up yeah. there, didn't Also, I? you healed him... Sorry, how many... Uh, yeah, you healed, six him, healed six hot points. He took 20. Oh, yeah. No, no, I was expecting um, But also, yeah, sure like, his, like there's, there's some damage there. Uh, so, he's in a position... Uh, okay, so that being the case, that pulls us up to top of the round. It's the assassin's go. Okay, assassin is grappled in place, restrained, three spellcasters. And takes six damage. Oh, it takes six <laughs> damage. Roll, roll the damage. Okay, in, in the interests of fair play, uh, I misread what my damage was. It was 10, not 11. Okay, well, I'll deduct one from whatever this is. Okay. Okay, that's a further four. So okay, three. So three more damage. Cool. Uh, the ambivalent was restrained. Just like the suckers digging down. in a little bit. <laughs> they uh, reach into their coat, struggling against the restraints, and pr- pull out uh, a waxed match and a small round canister, strike the match against the fuse, and hurl it at the far side of the room. Uh, Can they do that bound? 
they yeah. the ruling they is restrained, not so they're restrained by. Oh, the so spell. they're not completely. So their speed is zero, but they're not completely okay. incapacitated, and they and you haven't managed to get like manacles behind their back ah, or anything like that. Cool. So it's what a, yeah. They can take stationary actions. Yes, they can take stationary actions. They're disadvantaged. No, on I, attacks. I'm not familiar with the spell. Yeah. Yeah, advantage on attacking them, uh, but yeah, they hurl the bomb. Uh, so. Yeah, Celestia and, and Corzin both make deck saves, please. As okay. The bomb takes care of the rest of the window. Hmm. So that is now outside of the window. That's a 14. 16. 14, 16. Okay, both of you will take half damage, uh, which is 7, half to 3, but uh, Corzin, make a, a concentration check, please. Okay. That's just uh, con based, isn't it? Yeah, it's constitution safe. That's a five, so it probably. Yeah, okay, that's enough that the the moment of uh, the, uh, pulling yourself out of the way, the octopus just manages to weaken enough of them to pull free. All right, they have some movement now. Uh, no other effects currently on them. Constitute con- they've fought their way off the, the confusion. Uh, so. Yeah, they're going to try and run, I think, <laughs> under the circumstances. Uh, so they're going to try and just push past Celestia of the two. Mm-hmm. The opportunity way. attack? Yeah, you'll get an opportunity attack as, as, as they push, if they manage to push past Celestia. Uh-huh. So uh, Celestia, if you want to try and block them, athletics checklist. Of course. Oh, not good. Um, that's a seven. Yeah, that's an eight. They like oh. small as they are. You just try it's and a slightly them. pathetic just, fight. Sort of, <laughs> uh, they basically sort of there are flappy hip hands bump happening. you into the wall. But as oh. they go past, Corzin. Right. Do I get one? You will get one as they get past you again. Yes. So you will both get an attack. Uh, I'm just doing. Okay. Sorry, I'm doing them in order. Okay, I'm confused, sorry. Just of who, who they leave their reach cool. of first. Dirty 20. Okay, uh, yeah, that hits, roll damage. Okay. I'm assuming, uh, yeah, you've just got, you've got one of your sabers. That would up. be with... Um, yeah, with uh, the saber. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yep. That is 10 slashing damage. Okay, nice. And uh, also Celestia. Me with my rapier that I never used. Yeah. How exciting. <laughs> they bump you in, you draw your rapier. And, ah! 15. Uh, is just enough to hit. Okay. They're fast, nice. But... It's not loads of damage, but fuck it. Um, eight. Okay. Uh, you slap, uh, uh, you manage to get a good stab in as they hurl themselves out of the window. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Like a natural 20 in the acrobatics check there to hit the floor. Uh, they still take a bit of damage because it's a fair fucking drop. Uh, but they are going to... One, two, three, four, five. Okay, they are going to dash and try and get down the street uh, towards the nearest alleyway they can. Can we get to a... They can't quite get to an alleyway in time. They're on the run. Uh, okay. Uh, Corzin. All right. Um, how far are they from me now? 
Uh, they are. If you're assuming you run to to uh, to the uh, entry uh, to the top of the uh, to to the now blasted open w uh, window area, uh, they're probably twenty five feet away. Uh, well, allowing for Pythagoras, call it thirty five feet. All right. Uh, so it'd be just into disadvantage with the pistols, then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Still worth it for the amount of attacks I'm, uh, uh, I can uh, get in with those. Okay, I am going to, uh, as a bonus action, cast um, Ensnaring Strike again. Yep. Um, and attempt to um, kneecap them as they're going. <sighs> right. So, first one with disadvantage. Uh, that's a 15? No, no, that's a 14. Doesn't it? Okay, second one with disadvantage. It's oh. a natural one, but lucky. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that uh, still doesn't hit. That's a uh, natural three. Okay, so the first shot <laughs> smashes into the cobblestones. The second shot... Uh, goes wide, bounces off a uh, off just like there's a discarded uh, bit. Uh, there's like a discarded pot. It pings off it, goes straight towards the halfling who slips, rolls forwards, and with their own luck, <laughs> it, man it misses them <laughs> and just smashes into a window. Uh, no, okay. I'm going to use my movement to um, get as close, uh, well, keep as uh, close to them as uh, I can. You'll need to, if you want to jump down, that's going to be an acrobatics check. Uh, unless Done. you want to take the... Okay, acrobatics check. Okay, that is a... 14. Okay. That's enough that it lessens the... Dam uh, the the distance. You're still falling a fair bit, uh, so you take four points of damage, but you're not prone. You make it to the ground and run. I'll say another twenty feet towards them. Okay. So you get to the ground. Yeah, you get you make a fair distance towards them. Uh, I'll say there's like a fifteen foot gap between you. All right. Okay. So I managed to keep relative pace. Yeah, with them. you're keeping relative pace with them. You basically shot them and dashed after them. Uh, Celestia. So you can have see they them in the street. Got out of the gates onto the street. Uh, so there isn't so much a gate as they've blown up the uh, the wall and uh -huh. uh, a, a window which is already destroyed of this top of this top of this uh, story floor second story floor and run out of it and jumped out of it onto the street and are running down the street. Where do they look like they're heading to? Uh, it looks like they're just trying to find the nearest alleyway they can. There's one that they could get to next turn. Okay, um, I would like to... How far away am I, sorry? Uh, so you are, again, I'm going to say 35 feet because of Pythagoras. Okay, that's good. Um, so I'm going to start painting in the palm of my hand. Okay. And um, I can do a 20-foot cube. Hmm. So I'm going to do a, a major image of some National Assembly guards coming out of the alleyway that they are planning to head into. Nice. Yes. And like pointing guns on them and saying, um, stand down. Shit. <laughs> okay, she, uh, yeah, she's not looking, uh, feeling much about her chances. They say surrender or we'll shoot. Lovely. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, her chances don't look good for her. So we're gonna see how that goes. Uh, scamp, are you staying? Oh, sorry. Are you happy? Uh, you've got bonus action. Are you happy staying? Um, I what, think what, on the where you are. She's thirty-five feet away. Yeah, that's actually fine for me. I'm gonna cool. stay where I am for now. All right. Yeah. Uh, scamp, you're on the roof with Savat. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do something about that. <laughs> I was gonna do something for the heart, but no, so that's more important. Um, I'm gonna get out my little eel statue. Yeah. And mutter the little words, whatever they are, that I never wrote down, and I really should have. It's all right. You've. Oh, that's nine. Oh, nine. That's true. Okay. You heal another nine points of damage. The wound starts to seal up. Um, but the, um, there's an uncomfortable moment as a windpipe <laughs> re-lines itself. Uh, still, though, he seems he doesn't have... His voice is very hoarse as he tries to... But it to, is there. To, yeah. Okay. Hmm. He mostly coughs and doesn't say much. He seems to be busy reco- trying to recover from... A pat him on the shoulder. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and so, go and watch the assassin. Savat so, so is going to do... slightly. Savat so is going to try and hide behind a chimney. Uh, and does a, good. At the very least, does, does a good job of, you know, taking cover at the very least. And so you look around for a moment and then you look back and you can't tell where he is. <laughs> oh. Okay. Although you saw him going to hide there, so you... <laughs> I didn't hear him fall off the roof, so I think he's yeah. probably fine. Uh, any other actions on your turn, Skip? Um, move some sorcery points around. Okay. I'm just gonna make sure I've got plenty of those. All right. Uh, the okay, top of the round, assassin. Seeing this, is going to reach into her jacket as she's running, pull out a diff, uh, pull out another canister. This one marked with a white band and another mat. And is going to throw it down. This one, <laughs> as it explodes with a loud bang, immediately produces <laughs> a ten-foot radius cloud of smoke right in front of and on top of where this uh, where the soldiers are. Mm-hmm. And she runs straight into it. Uh, she's going to do her best to try and go, around, go and duck between the soldiers' legs. Uh-huh. I mean, she fails, but she doesn't. They're Fail. not there. They're yeah. not there. <laughs> like, <laughs> so she ducks around. Thinks they're she real in everything except being solid. You know, yeah. they're not solid. Uh, and is going to hide. It's going to use uh, dash and hide. Cool. In dash hide and throw things. We're doomed. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> no. Throw things was action. So yeah, it's run, hide. Doesn't have the dash, yeah, so she can't, can't get the resistance. But she is, too far, she is, you, you do, she does break line of sight with all of you. Mm. Is the smoke remaining, or is it going? Uh, the smoke remains for uh, the neck for a full round. Uh huh. Okay. Because it's a smoke bomb. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it's it's literally the ninja smoke bomb. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that Never leave is, home without it. That is the assassin's uh, turn. Uh, Causing, you see a cloud of smoke and the outlines of National Assembly soldiers. 
kind of... I mean, it's up to you whether they're reacting accordingly, Celestia, or they're still sort of shouting. I mean... You you can instinctively control them, so they're, like, up to you whether you want them to seem affected. I mean, it's not my turn, so I can't drop them. No, uh, but you, but you like, instinctively... I mean, I don't, I guess I would have them, like, wafting yeah, like, the smoke uh, out of the uh, way uh, and looking and for her around. and, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. like, being... The, the, they're retaining would. character. Yeah. Okay. Still in a beautiful um, 20-foot cube, don't get yeah. me wrong, but... <laughs> Can I try and, uh, run my way through and, uh, catch sight of her again? Yes, uh, get, uh, if you, uh, you run through the smoke, uh, because it's, because it's smoke, anyone hiding using it, uh, to assist cover has advantage to their stealth check and you have disadvantage doing the perception check, but you totally, okay. can, but you can make the check with a disadvantage. Perception, okay, disadvantage, fine. Ooh, that is a nine. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting in your lungs, like it's starting to clear up. You look around, you can't see it. You you use your movement to get uh, all the way into the yeah. Your movement takes you kind of into the middle of the smoke. I'm uh, gonna maintain ensnaring strike. Yeah. Just in case I do see it. Yeah. So you've still got it up, and if you hit it, you're on snare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that makes it Celestia's go. Did I see where she ran? Like uh, what direction? Into the smoke, and then the the smoke cloud is wide enough to cover the street, like to like to, to block. It's a ten foot radius smoke uh, cloud, and the street is about like fifteen foot wide, oh, well, 15, 20 foot wide. So it is enough to block off like your immediate line of sight. You can try and look for her, but it's disadvantage and perception. She can't have gone that far, can she? Because she's a halfling. Mm. And she did drop the bomb, which uh, meant that she, yeah, which means she kind of dashed. I'm gonna cast fairy fire um, on the street. Sure. All right. Uh, So that's pretty wide blast, from what I remember. Twenty foot. Yeah, twenty foot cube. Cool. Yep. So she gets you a dex. You can just ask. You don't have to look through the book. Oh yeah, I forget that you just have the cards. I have cards. the card. You can just ask me. Sorry about that. Uh, cool. Uh, so that's a dex save from her, I think. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I go wow. My guitar, the end glows up and goes. Poof, and yeah. There's a big flash of light. You. Uh, if it has hit, it will make it will negate the disadvantage to perception checks to find her. She glows, yeah. Yeah, that's the point. Cool. And um, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and get out the window and get closer. Okay. Do you you gonna jump down? Yeah. Roll me an acrobatics check. Well, that's good actually. Um, that is a twenty-four. 24. I do a roll. It's theatrical. Hmm. Nicely done. Okay. Uh, yeah, you. that's high enough that you don't even take any damage, I'll say. <sighs> you do a roll and run onto the, the street. You get to about where Corzin, slightly in advance of where Corzin was before, so near the edge of the smoke. Uh, Scamp. Um, so 
that I'm guessing they're probably in the smoke. So I will fly down to the ground. Let's do that first. Because <laughs> uh, I'm about to lose my concentration. <laughs> and I will cast slow in yeah. the area I Just think Just blanket it. It's a 40 foot cube. Wisdom? Um, yes. Okay. Wisdom save. Alright. That. Uh, you get feedback on whether it's taken on things, don't you? Yeah. So, you can tell that this is affecting someone. Okay. And I'm purposely not affecting Corson, because I choose the creatures. Thank you! <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so, ah, I've made it work. That, oh, it's cool. Tell that is affecting something. Uh, so it halves speed. So from memory, uh, actually, just remind me if you've got it in front of yeah, you. Yeah, half speed. You can take an action or a bonus action. Cool, but not both. Thank you. All right. And only one attack. Yeah. Do it. Cool. So half and half. All right. At the end of the assassin's turn, the smoke clears. There is no immediate sign of them. Mm. So they're not glowing. They're not glowing. They That's do not appear to be glowing. Uh, Causing. You're kind of at a T-junction almost between an alleyway leading down... Uh, one way off towards another street and a set or uh, and the open street leading up ahead all right um did i see anything that uh, they had well uh, yeah did i see anything that they had on them carrying on them objects uh i'll say that i mean they had the barber's bag yeah, they're the barber's bag. The barber's bag is actually left behind because they got it got blasted oh. because they got blasted away from it. So they've only got, which uh, means that they only had the weapons which I decided were on them. Fair enough. Okay. Which is doesn't matter. He is going to feverishly look around and uh, try and track where they went. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. All right, that is a 19. You're grand. No sight of them that you can tell. Okay. Uh, do you want to move at all? Yes, so I'm at a T-junction currently. Yep. There's an alleyway going one way. Uh, off, uh, an off alleyway to the left with some weird purple some lights in it. Yeah. Um, Which amazingly settled to the floor. Some random point. objects are outlined. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a yeah, really glowing thing. It's a really it glowing really barrel. Pretty, but it's not helpful. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a cart which is currently just glowing with with uh, with purpley fox fire. All right. Um, pretty. Yeah, I'm gonna run up that way. Okay, you run up the uh, the alley and get 25 feet up that. Celestia. Um, I will run after and see if I can spot them. Cool. Roll me a perception check. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> You th- there, there, there! Oh no, no! That is the glowing barrel. Oh. <laughs> uh, anything else on your turn? Nah. Okay, scamp. Um, I will move to the middle of the T junction. Yep. 
And I'm going to hold a command for when I see them, hoping they'll be within range. Okay. If someone else will need to spot them. Uh, the, the Unless they do anything to break cover, I'm guessing. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So that remains hidden. The assassin takes their turn. They are still slowed. Oh, no, they actually get wisdom saves, don't they? Yeah. Okay. At the end of... What's your DC? 17. Oh, no, actually. No, they're still... <laughs> I can tell. They're still, they're still slowed. They don't have proficiency <laughs> in wisdom. <laughs> I've got a lot of charisma. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so they're still slowed, but that's the end of their turn. You don't know where they are. Cousin. All right. Uh, I am going to continue up the alleyway. I'm uh, I'm going because that's the uh, last best uh, guess I had as to where they went. Yep. Um. Do uh, can I make it to the other end of the alley? You do easily. It All opens right, can onto I another see street. Them there? Give me another perception check. Okay. That is uh, twenty-one. You look around, up, down, around, no sign of them. Damn it. Okay. Uh, Celestia. Uh, struggling here. Can I run down the alleyway and drop a detect thoughts, please, and just see if I can hear any thoughts? Okay, you run down the alleyway. Uh, is that it? Because it can be literally yeah. detect thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Use it to find yeah. people. Yeah. Or ping them up if they're within 30 feet of you. I was going to shout that next turn because I just thought of it. So I'm yeah. so yeah. glad you did. Ah, great oh. minds. Great. So yeah, you... Okay. Simple minds. Within 30 Full feet. seldom differ. <laughs> okay. Uh, yep, that will work. All right. Uh, just thinking where they are. Because of that slow effect... Yeah, you do sense as you run down the alleyway. Uh, yeah, it's thirty feet. You actually sense. Which again, you can ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking it up. No, no, no. I was just thinking. Uh, I don't know why I looked that. You did say, um, but it's just a distinct because I already had it open on the page. Uh, Habit. It happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have you cast it and then run. You actually feel it just as you start running towards the end of the alleyway. You can tell they are within 30 feet of you there. Do I hear anything? Uh, yes. Uh, um, yeah, when you, you can focus your mind on a creature. So focusing it on them, you, you can hear... Shit. All right. Let's just get out of here. We can try again later. I beckon to the other two but don't say anything yeah you do running. not know where they are you just know they are within 30 feet mm-hmm. okay okay uh oh <laughs> no yeah no no, no we have ruled that you can search for yeah you can search for thoughts within 30 feet of you that is that that is the alternate use of it oh that's weird sorry no you can't do it in the same way uh, once you've detected a c- the presence of a creature, you can read its thoughts, but that's a separate action. Okay. Doing so a scan is one there. action, but you know that they're there. And that thought didn't really give you much. No. Yeah. I mean, we know that they're yeah. getting out. Yeah. And they'll try again uh, later. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, have, you, have that for free. 
Cool, yeah. So you signal they're somewhere around. Scamp. Oh, that's such a huge part of my very tired brain that's going, you know they were in a 30-foot area, just fireball it. Uh, <laughs> no! I can't pretend I don't want that a little bit. It's a, it's a You're thing. in the middle of that radius. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, but part of my brain still thinks it's a good idea. Um, okay... I guess I'm gonna look for them. Okay, give me a perception check. I'm gonna move up a bit and look, like in the area I know that they must be now. Oh, and I've already tied things, so I can't. And I'm so bad at oh, this. Did, oh, 14. Got to turn tides. 14. No sign of them. And uh, I don't actually think I could roll high enough unless it was a 20. No. Mm. Oh. And at the end of the. <laughs> At the start of their round, Celestia, you feel the mind leave your radius. Shit. Oh, Gonna give so everyone... Moving's not breaking the cover. Yeah. Jesus. I'm going to give you guys one last round of this, but see if you can find them. Uh, Corson? Alright, knowing that they're uh, within the immediate vicinity, is there anywhere that looks specifically like a halfling could hide? Either a perception check or an intelligence check. It's going to be a perception. Okay. <laughs> oh no, that's a ten. Nothing down this alleyway. God damn it. Celestia. I will also see if I can see them. No. Okay. Seven. And scan. Just looking is not is, is not going to work. There's nothing else I can do than look. Balls. Oh. Fifteen. You look around. In the following round, you feel them shake off the uh, the, the slow effect and move. Mu- and at that point, they're able to move freely much more quickly and make their way on and uh, of course you need to check back in on Savat who is currently still hiding behind a (laughs) that's exceedingly sensible I was so worried he was going to fall off the roof no worries though Uh, you head back up Uh, he is his throat is not in a good state right now. Healed as it but is he's from stable, the damage, isn't he? but is stable. Okay. And we're going to check on to what damage that has and hasn't uh, suffered, and what consequences that will have mm. next time. In the meantime, oh. thank you all very much for listening. Thank you all very much for playing, and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas. And natural twenties. We now return to creeping dread. When tempers rise, some lost their heads. False faces come to cull the brave. Democracy has a close shave. 
So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.